Wake up gamers, cause you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. I am the three quarters blooded prince. What does that mean? Chris Wolfhart. Harry, I have to drink all this demon piss. And Dr. Agro. Look, all I'm saying is that slavery was a complicated issue. Here on Gigaboots. For now. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> hey, hey guys. I played Street Fighter 6. Wow. Oh, yeah? oh cool. I, I played okay. a lot of Street Fighter 6. I, I must have played at least 100 rounds of Street Fighter 6 or matches. I, I forgot to sign up for the beta, and then I was just like, I'll just sit here and die instead of trying to get a code some other way. <laughs> Understandable. And then, I, and, and then moss slowly grew over me. <laughs> I, you know, I did the hard work. I did the due diligence. I woke up to a DM. Here you go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Is that how that feels? <laughs> I mean, that, that's a pretty good strategy. But here's, here's the tech. Uh-huh. Uh, you grow up a Tekken kid. Uh -huh. See a trailer for Tekken 8, and Street Fighter 6 <laughs> evaporates from your mind. <laughs> There's room to love both. <laughs> uh, I'm going to name names. So I watched a uh, boomer uh, gaming celebrity from yesteryear who's really fallen out of his glory days. And he was doing a top fighting game list. And this motherfucker put Tekken 3 on it. I'm like, not 5, <laughs> not 7, not... The things have been great since then. Three, gotcha. nah, man. Three had the purity Dan, of the experience. Dan, have you considered? Have uh -huh. you considered? Yeah. Old thing good, new thing bad. <laughs> I mean, you know what his number one was on there. I actually oh. don't remember. Feel free. Street Fighter Two. Mm. Just Street Fighter Two. Not even like hyper fighting or anything. <laughs> I, I, th I think it was one of the later editions, like Turbo. I don't think it was the last though. I yeah. don't think it was hyper fighting. It wasn't Championship but, uh, Edition. I think it was hyper fighting. I think okay. he. But okay. that. But that's insane. Third Strike's right over there. Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, Mr. Core developer this week was like, "Hey guys, I have an option uh, for the next core. Uh, these two boards can be donated to to be." deconstructed basically to make this replica mr core do you guys want the pgm or the cps3 so i signed up at the 50 dollars a year tier tier frame one and just voted cps3 and i'm like just to show you i'm not fucking around how important this is that plays third strike <laughs> <laughs> That will keep me from breaking down one day and buying the board. <laughs> uh, also, to, to circle back around, just to dot our eyes here, uh, fuck Tekken 5. Dark Resurrection was uh, the well, good one. I mean, 5 can eat shit. What, what is it? 5 didn't have any Gordo in it. Oh, Did it I not? See. Is that oh. true? Is that true? Yeah, he came because I, I remember you, like the day Dark Resurrection launched, you came to my house and we were standing in my kitchen because I got to play Eddie for the first time on five and whipped your ass with him. Because of course, that's how, that's how Eddie Gordo goes. You know, Somebody I keep hearing him. people say that and I have never, ever seen it in real life. I would like to note this uh, boomer game talent I am talking about. 
also shit talked Eddie Gorgo, Gordo being cheap bullshit. I, yeah, they all do. I'm I keep hearing that more. from Mishima players, and you can yeah. all suck my dick, Lars. I'm not even. The thing about Eddie Gordo is mm-hmm. that when you pick, when somebody picks him, seventy mm-hmm. percent of the time you'll win. But thirty percent of the time, it they're going to match the buttons. Eddie Gordo's going to get on his hands and start doing spin kicks, and then by the end of the round, you're looking at a noose. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I wish there was a like a really great home release of Dark Resurrection because the PSP version's great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what is it that PS3 downloadable version yeah. is also based on Dark Resurrection? Yeah, the PS3 but, version. But it's good. it's bare bones. It is very that thing bones. has fucking nothing else in it. It's like. You do an arcade or fighting some other person. I'm like, can I have some meat on these bones? And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> we got You're this here. out in the first year. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, no, it's I'm really. Sorry. This is a seventh gen fighting game. We don't have shit. <laughs> it, that is a seventh gen, like. <laughs> Unless your name is MK9. That's a seventh gen fighting game. It, like, it, it, it isn't a launch title, but it definitely fits in that slot of, like, it's the launch year, right? <laughs> the seventh gen launch period was three years long. <laughs> And, and then, then every af- game after that was bad. Yes, exactly. It's like, and then after those three years, we went, well, the consoles are launched now. Shut down everything you love. Uh, but yeah, we no. have to sell horse armor. It's really good looking at like Dark Resurrection's PS3 version nowadays, like hooking it up to a modern display, because there's one level in that that tries to have a fancy bloom. And that shit looked correct on the PS2. On the PS3, it looks like your system's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's it's less like they did a brilliant bloom effect and more like it has rendered the same image to the screen four times and composited them and your PS3 is dying. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection is really fucking good. I've, to me, it feels like we are finally getting the experience of the 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 story mode thing. I don't know exactly what you would call in the PSP Dark Resurrection with Street Fighter 6, where it's like you get to go out into Metro City and you get to meet all these people. Like this concept of maybe our fighting mode should be something something other than a cutscene heavy bunch of matches in a row, some more exploratory sense, some more like you're fighting these individual f- opponents sort of concept. Mm-hmm. I That's great. And I've been waiting forever for fighting games to do that. And I started feeling like I was crazy for wanting that. It's. I, I had an epiphany while while thinking about Street Fighter Six and how expanded the experiences around the actual fighting matches. And I'm I'm like it, it. It's like you remember how JRPGs were before there were maps when they were just menus. It seems like fighting games could have made that switch a long time ago and just didn't. I'm trying to think. I don't remember the first three Dragon Quest well enough to remember <laughs> if there's a map anywhere in that fucking game. Um, I think Dragon Quest 1 does have a map. Yeah, there. The, the, I feel like it does. Dragon Warrior. Yeah, Dragon Warrior then, yes. Right. Yeah, it's, it's kind, I have it's to stop myself because I every time I go to frames, phrase the sentence I grew up with, it ends Dragon Warrior, and I'm like, don't fucking... They'll think you're being pedantic and weird. <laughs> like, you know, when somebody says Final Fantasy 2 and they mean 4. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not trying to be that. That's just literally right, what the 4 cartridge just said. They, they said do they you, were this guy. I don't do you, know. Do you, think, do you think there's any boomer yes. who was like, man, I remember 
Final Fantasy 2 on the Super Nintendo and then bought the Final Fantasy 2 pixel remaster on PC like they were they're just totally disconnected from gaming culture and have no idea. Uh, I think there's one guy, and thus, since it's one guy, it qualifies for a Family Guy cutaway gag. <laughs> <sighs> Shit, I could never keep those straight. What was two over here? Two, two over here is two four. Two was four, okay. Yeah. And yeah, three was six. We, we skipped two of them in the middle. I was going to say, like, I know we skipped three and five. Yeah. Which I, I could have been able to work that out backwards if I had <laughs> we thought we about that two, analytically. We didn't get the Japanese version two and three. Because from everything I've heard, they just it's just feeding your arm into a like a meat grinder mm. to play those games. Yeah, Perfect. but we we had lots of ideas. <laughs> yes, they're very creative. <laughs> I, remember, I remember I played that version of three on the DS years ago. That was, was fun. Yeah, yeah. Two, two. It's just like it's it's very creative. And as I say that, the saw theme starts up. <laughs> I I think. Two and three were the ones where the, the Saga guy was most involved, and then he went off to do other things after those. That explains I might yes. be wrong. That is two, yes. Um, which is why it's, it's, so, it's so cracked out in the exact way you expect from the Saga guy. Uh, you want to be strong? Beat yourself to death. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's, there's a Bleach episode we reviewed that they won't hear about for months. It's <laughs> literally how Final Fantasy 2 works. And it's not any of the episodes you're thinking. <laughs> I gotta say, there was a thing in the... I don't know if it was in the original in 3, but it was in the DS one where you'd get like an extra character following you around. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't actually be in your party. Just when you were in combat, there was a random chance he'd be like, and now I'm here, and take a turn by himself, and this, then fuck off. This sounds like Mystic Quest. Oh, yeah? Yes. I should probably talk about Street Fighter Six now that I <laughs> talked about literally everything now else. Now that we went and got lost in the corn for a little while. <laughs> I know, yes. right? Uh, we came back, but Aggro has hollow eyes and is forever changed. Street Fighter Six is really damn good. Uh, super enjoyable. I like it more than I like five. I probably like, yeah, I like it more than I like four. Uh, here are just some basics for people who have paid attention to none of it. There's rollback. There's parrying. There's focus attacks. The, the having all of these alone is fantastic in and of itself, but there's a certain feel to it. That's really, really good. We've already gotten input latency numbers out of it and it's, while it's not the most responsive fighter, it is somewhat respectable. I need to try it on, you know, PC at some point, see if uh, like that can get more responsive when it comes out. The, it is just such a joy to play a Street Fighter and be like, guys, they did it. They did it. They started to realize what people liked about Third Strike. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back in. It's coming together. It's really good. It's really, really good. I'm glad V-Trigger shit's out. Yeah, all that was just bad. V trigger was V trigger was so bad. Like every single character was. Remember how fun they were in the last game they were in. If you fill this meter, they can briefly be that fun again. Yeah, it's 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 a really weird thing where they took these specific mechanics and things that were definitive for these characters and just sequestered it to this one V trigger mechanic. And it was like, here you can drink your little tiny like solo cup of fun. Um, yeah, and it's a comeback mechanic too. So it's like you, if you're doing well, you don't even get to like engage with it. Mm. Yeah, and like it's like yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it's, it's it's like one of those things where they came out and were like, 
Yeah, um, with Street Fighter V, like Ono and other people who were fucking idiots was like, no supers need to be really fast and unimpressive because esports. <laughs> I don't. And then they're like, uh, we decided to go in a different direction or they should look cool. Yeah, I think the only comeback mechanic now, which I might be wrong, is if you're low health, you're, if you have three bars of super, it turns into your critical arc instead of your super arc. Right. Which, is, which gives it more damage and yeah. a fancier animation. Right? And that's, that's great. Yeah. Now, uh, I can't really describe what exactly about Street Fighter Six feels so fun and so good, but it is enjoyable enough that I ran into some ridiculously good player online and went 30 and 0 with them. And I was the small spoon. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun as hell. Uh, I landslided a couple of people and uh, had some pretty even matches elsewhere, but that one's the most amusing because you don't expect to see people stick in with beating the shit out of you for 30 rounds. Yeah. 30 matches. He's just in front of his TV like, you want to go again? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's okay, because I did win three, four rounds. Just, you know, not in a row. Just nowhere near in a row. <laughs> I would figure out a thing. I would use that. He would finally change what he was doing. <laughs> and I was like, ah. But I'm learning. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's fucking awesome. I haven't been this excited for a Street Fighter in a really, really long time. Bob, you also played some of Street Fighter Six. Yes. The parrying is not as fun as Sword Strike, well, but it's still neat. Uh, no, it's, someone, it's Yeah, someone different. literally is like, uh, it's like three frames instead of ten. So it is like way, you have to be way more precise. Mm. It's not even just how much more precise it is. You have to, when you hit the parry button, you will go into a parry animation. So if you hit it early, you're stuck in that parry animation for a mm -hmm. second. Mm -hmm. So you are now more open to attacks, mm -hmm. um, which is a lot less fun, in my opinion, than like just not even having an animation for it and just timing the button presses when they come in. Uh, you can also, like, to not do the perfect parry, do the regular parry, just hold it, and you have a lot more... A larger window. Oh, yeah, huge window, but then you don't get as many benefits, and you mm -hmm. burn your bar a lot faster. Yeah. Um, so it's balanced and it's neat. It's just, it's not the third strike parry mechanic. No, it's it's different enough, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate the focus attack being cracked out. Is a focus attack for anyone who doesn't, like, play these fucking games. Uh, focus attack is basically when you are going into a slow and you get to hold it as long as you want to charge up this hit. A slow hit where you can just take a hit or two while you're doing that and then you will finish the punch. Oh, so the interesting thing is the way you counter a focus attack is another focus attack, and it actually plays a hyper-specific animation <coughs> and effect to let them know you fucked up because you activated a focus attack in a window where that motherfucker was able to activate theirs, meaning they will win this. And you knock the shit out of them for doing that. It is so good. Mm. I, uh... <laughs> I like that immensely. <laughs> it, it just makes me think of um, Inferno Cop, <laughs> where, uh, where yes. he shoots the guy, and the guy's like, "I'm bulletproof, so am I." <laughs> and that reflects off him. And, it, and then the first, and the guy he shot at initially dies. Like he was a worthy opponent. <laughs> yes, we need more Inferno Cop real bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
but yeah, no, just with that system alone, and you, uh, you know, normally in a lot of these games, when you use the EX version of a move, which is a charged up version of a special move, like a Hadouken that can do two hits or whatever, it pulls from your, like, super bar. This does not do that. It pulls from your um, block gauge, basically, mm -hmm. because you don't take chick damage until that thing's depleted and it puts you in a, you know, expended mode. So you could just piss all your fucking block gauge doing these EXs. And then if I, you know, do a devastating hit, you will just lose that. And now I can cheap Hadoken ship damage you to death. And that is awesome. That that feels like such a brilliant balance between should our game have chip damage or shouldn't it? Mm -hmm. You should if you fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that feels awesome. Uh, I spent, I would say... I would say I probably did a total of 110 or 120 matches. I spent about 100 of them as Ryu <laughs> because I really wanted to know how this felt. I really wanted to get into it. Um, Bob, you spent probably more time than me with characters such as, was it Kimberly? Yeah, I played, I tried to play all of them at least once. Uh, I ended up playing most of my time as Chun-Li, though. Yes. Because she feels... Like the best she has censored strike. Like all her moves are back. That's so awesome. It, it feels like the move set for her has been so weirdly like adjusted in four and five mm. to the point where I just didn't like it. Mm. But now she has like every single move. She even has a stance change, so can she use more of her normals from Street Fighter Three? <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> this is kind of ludicrous. Uh, and some of the supers that feel kind of like Tatsunoko versus Capcom versions of her. Mm. I'm like, okay, wow, great. thank you. <laughs> uh, I probably will be a Chun Li main unless they put in some new character that's really good. I did try Kimberly though. Kimberly's she really interesting um, in a way where I want to say her and what's the other guy's name? Luke. Luke. Yeah. Can go fuck themselves. Um, but what were you gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> She's like guy, but really faster. Unbelievably fast. <laughs> Yeah, like, absurdly so. She's sliding I, up on my shit so fast. <laughs> She's basically Sonic. Like, her, her slide is spin of. dash fast. It is ludicrous. Aggressively T-posing towards you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Luke, however, uh, his, his fireballs just seem better than Ryu's, where it's like, uh, I, I'm losing a battle if I try to throw Hadoukens at you from anything but the full screen width. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and even then, why am I doing that? I don't know. Because Luke's fireballs go faster, and there's it feels like he could use his EXs and stuff to just absolutely punish the shit out of you for even trying to throw a Dokens at him. It feels weird. <laughs> he's, got, he's got those Jiren punches. Yeah, he he's he's like bullet punching basically. Like he does a punch and just a fucking tiny ass comes off. It's really good. He learned that from his grandpa Popeye. His arms are so great because he always he's, he's got that victory animation where he's like, yeah, and he holds them up and it just it almost looks like he's like looking at them and like, ah, what happened? The snakes. No. Oh, my God. My arms. Uh, Check out these pythons. Oh, wait. No, they're actually there. Get them off. At literal pythons. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I, I guess that's all I wanted to say about Street Fighter six other than uh, the the online lobby system sane because you could access it from a menu or run around to arcades to physically see who's waiting for a match. And the, the, the character customizer for that is ludicrous. Oh, it's so good. Pat made Pat. It was really great. 
we made a horrible monster. A, a absolute horrible monster, and I love it. It's so good. We we look reserved compared to people online, though. Mm-hmm. You'll There's... never match up to the, the the fully grown adult fetus that <laughs> you run into in the online lobby. I have to wonder if this is a separate character customizer from what you'll get for the exploratory mode. Because I can't imagine them mapping most of the animations and stuff and have them make sense with the monsters you can make. Yeah, I have to wonder, are we looking forward to like Sunset Overdrive slash Tony Hawk cutscenes with our weird monster? And <laughs> I think we are. That, that's seems to be what they were applying in those trailers. That's <laughs> awesome. They just give you the whole customizer, but like the slider moves, moves, then it pops up with like, yeah, this isn't going to look right. <laughs> just so you know, from here, it's going to get a I, I bit would glitchy. Be, I would be very fine if devs were like, you can do this. It's going to break shit. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll let you make this hideous creature, but it will not look right during the scenes we have made. But yeah, I enjoyed that beta. That was, that was incredibly enjoyable. Uh, Bob, did you have any other comments about any other characters that you played? Not you, you played Jury, didn't you? For like one match. Oh, okay. Maybe two. <laughs> it was enough for people to see her shit and just be like, Really? <laughs> This is what Capcom's cooking. And like, yeah, that's what's going on over there for people who haven't been paying attention. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it's really good. I, I'm super excited. This is the most excited I've been for Street Fighter in so long. And I like seeing people being like, oh, but people are all hyped for Street Fighter 5 before it came out. The same thing. It's like, no. Once people got to play 5, they immediately started saying it was bad. Now people are playing six and saying it's good. This is very different. Also, yeah, it's pretty fucking like, different. Street Fighter Five was like, we can't show you the story mode because we're gonna make it after it ships and it's gonna be DLC. We have yeah. to ship this game wildly unfinished because esports. Which I'm rapidly, I'm rapidly ad adopting the stance that esports is just a net negative on humanity. <laughs> well. That is entirely possible. <laughs> like scrambling, looking, clawing through history for a counterexample. Yeah. I need a counterfactual. Yeah, I'm trying to think if uh, if Street Fighter in the research into the fighters in general would have happened without the esports scene. Like how much it would have affected that and all that. Every time I've ever heard somebody be like, you know how important the esport level of this is to the game every time my gut reaction to go not at all extremely exaggerated nowhere near as much as you think right now saying this sentence like that's always the gut feeling i have i mean esports is probably the reason we we got that new starcraft that's true that's true starcraft II, that new that starcraft was, <laughs> starcraft too the three games that were starcraft 2 were Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to... Okay, Bob. What's up? Heart of the Swarm is the Zerg expansion. What's the name of the Protoss one? Something Legacy... of the Void. Legacy of the Void, I think? Yes, Legacy of okay. the Void. Okay. Fucking, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Booster Pack X ass name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think this one's going to go well. I think this is going to be a great Street Fighter. Which is awesome. I need that Tekken 8 to come out soon. 
I need that to not be three years out. I need Tekken 8 to not be two or three years out. I need it in my veins because they didn't update Street or Tekken 7 to look good on anything, basically. Xbox gamers, even with a Series X, are still playing in 720p on Tekken 7. It looks rough. Mm. Actually, no, it might be might be even lower <laughs> no because <laughs> no. here's the thing i'm pretty sure the ps4 version it's like with the ps4 pro which was out at the time the one x was not out when tekken 7 came out that's why they don't have a one x mode for this thing to boot into the fucking ps4 pro mode's like 1080p or something it's like it's way too low of res way too low of res maybe it's 1440 but it's still i just i need instant load times i need sharp visuals yeah, no, a, a PS5 it, Tekken would just rule. Oh, it, yes. It's, it's so it's so insane to me that, like, Sony, at least, like, I, I can understand Microsoft being this asleep at the wheel, but it's weird that Sony did not be like, uh, hey, your game sold over 5 million copies on our platform. Would you like some a little bit of incentive to make, like, a sick-ass PS5 version that runs at a higher fidelity? Yeah. Yeah, you think that would have happened, but... Yeah. Sony's really uh, not great at those initiatives. <laughs> Jim Ryan doesn't wake up till 2 p.m. Uh, you know what loads instantly and has really sharp visuals, Bob? What's that? No More Heroes 3 on the PS5. <laughs> That's really weird. It runs in like 4K, 120 frames per second. I'm just losing it as this game that used to take literally 20 seconds to load the open world does it in one and a half and then runs correctly and has all the draw distance shit turned to max. So you just see the giant spaceship that devastated the planet in the background. You're like, it's just always there. You can always see it over the hotel. On the Switch, you could see nothing. It was just a blank sky back there. You, you also cannot see it on the PC version, which is just a port of the Switch version. Well, here's the funny thing. You can edit INI files to get it closer to the PS5 version, but and I haven't seen anyone confirm this angle of it. Allegedly, the PC version matches up with the Switch in that certain cutscenes have a literal billboard to replace the background of the real city because you wouldn't be able to see any details and it look, wouldn't look good on the Switch. Meanwhile, the PS5 is just like, fucking render the city. You don't need a 2D image there. They can see it all. Thanks for beta testing once again, Switch cucks. Uh, uh, unrelated, please watch our No More Heroes 3 spoiler cast on Switch that all four of us played him to completion. <laughs> Except Agro, he wasn't there. Yeah, all four of the people on that played it to completion on the Switch, and and, and then I, I, I was like, I give it a night out of turn, I really want it to come out on a fucking real system. Yeah, I remember listening to it, it was just y'all crying about it running back. <laughs> it runs so bad! <laughs> like, this game is so good, I wish it would run! Yeah, no. Yeah, that's, was... that's sure the fucking Switch experience now. Yeah, yeah, very excited for Switch Two. Um, it's like two phones. Yeah, it's two phones, but these phones are from 2019 <laughs> or 2020, maybe. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so let me do the timeline. We've been busy as hell. We've been working on a lot of stuff. You know, we got we just launched the podcast devil, the Chainsaw Man weekly podcast. You can see here on YouTube.com/slash Gigboots. Or, uh, I didn't get a custom URL, so check your podcast app. It should be listed if it's Spotify, Amazon Music, or iTunes. We have an RSS feed in the description, so you can plug it into whatever 
service and, you want to get it listed e on. And even even if you want listen to it on YouTube, please subscribe and download it on RSS feeds. The Crunchyroll will give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the plan. Uh, so we've been really busy doing that sort of stuff. You know, I'm I'm really burning both ends of the fucking candlestick here. Uh, no More Heroes Three came out on PS5 Tuesday, like 12:01 a.m. Basically, uh huh. I beat it. <laughs> I somehow found 11 hours. It turns out those were probably hours I should have been sleeping, but uh, I beat it. That was fun as hell. Very few issues from what I could tell. Um, that one that I was like, these enemies are supposed to have like a heart above their head or a red ring that depletes when I beat the shit out of them to let me know how much health they have. Yeah. That started working again normally at some point. So I like, feel oh, like that's one of those things that was on and off working on the original release too. Uh, yeah, they still haven't fixed the subtitles for cutscenes. So there's like mm. a, a couple that are just wrong. And I think they're both around Sonic Juice. <sighs> Sonic Juice is so good. That that game is still the funniest fucking game in the world. <laughs> there's just that giant conversation with Sonic Juice about like they censor the names and what they're saying about them. But they're talking about RPGs and somebody came in and uncensored it. And it's just like. Final Fantasy is a really popular brand, but all the characters look stupid. And Sonic Juice is like, characters look stupid? And Travis is like, yeah, they look stupid, man. Fucking the designs. And he's like, they look stupid. You know, I was completely blind to this. They do look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do an RPG battle with him. Amazing game. Immaculate game. Uh, Yeah. Aside from that, I don't know. Playing it again and knowing... The information that we do now about different things in the story that didn't happen the way they wanted mm -hmm. um, and the cut content from we literally couldn't ship this game on the Switch if we made all the content we wanted, which is why 40% of the map is unwalkable area. Uh, that is a weird experience, like going back and knowing that. Is you start noticing lines and things referencing the alternate sort of not ending but near ending stuff uh, that that Suda talked about blatantly. He was like the original plan was to have this happen, or, you know, in the in the in this in the original versions he would have died and then gone off to this hell zone in space, and then and then in the the current game it's not that at all. And then later he has a line referencing that, and I'm like. What the? F <laughs> uh, but no, really fucking enjoyable game. I really enjoyed my time with it. Um, absolutely, do not regret not sleeping <laughs> and getting to beat that again. But aside from that, because that's old video games. Nobody cares about old video games that aren't retro. But it does run at 120 frames per second now, which is pretty cool. I yeah. I have to buy it now, knowing that I was already gonna. But mm -hmm. it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, the game doesn't support VRR, but the PS5 has that feature to force it on games, and that caused no problems. So it's it's a perfectly smooth, like, 100 to 110 to 120 frames per second, depending on what's happening on screen. And when you have VRR on, you literally cannot tell. It's just an insanely smooth game the whole way. It fucking rules. It, it is life-changing to, one, load in and out of mission objectives in one and a half seconds. Literally one and a half second in most cases. And two, have that racing minigame run well at all. <laughs> the amount of annoying any mission can be is incredibly reduced by 
I no longer have to spend 26 seconds loading every time I want to try this ridiculously punishing thing, like the mining minigame. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm done talking about that. Highly recommend it. It is on a launch sale for now. Um, and the MSRP is $10 cheaper than it was last year. It's 50 on PS5 and stuff. Wow. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I was just thinking of Nintendo products. They're like, well, Donkey Kong is now $60, even though it was 50 Bob, last gen. We added Cranky. It's hard. Bob, <laughs> Nintendo products don't get to ship on a non-cartridge format. <laughs> and you can't have your online price be different from your retail price because retailers will get pissed off by that. Right. So they can't be like, here's the digital version. It's $10 cheaper. <laughs> but they could eat the cost. Because they're Nintendo. I remember when that was the thing. Remember when... um. Remember when the Xbox One first came out and there was these weird articles saying games games could be $40 if there's no used games. And it's like, well, they won't be, but they could be. <laughs> you don't yeah, know. That's fucking Ma weird. Maybe yeah. things will work out so good, Microsoft will give everybody a big sack of money. <laughs> yeah, that was really fucking strange that that shit started cropping up during the Xbox One launch year because to some extent, I don't want to believe in a world where people are actual literal shills being paid by Microsoft to make articles like that, I'd prefer to believe they're just fucking stupid. You'd prepare. You'd prefer to live in the much darker timeline where they do it for free. <laughs> they have integrity. They're just morons. Uh, but no, it's, it's it, that was that was clearly a case of borderline astroturfing, where it's just like, uh, no, everyone. Uh, hey, me and all my buds love. The disc being a certificate digitally to to certify once and there's no used game market anymore. We love that. It fucking rules. It's great. And then it just took Microsoft another gin to figure out how to, how to do that without anybody getting mad by just making a streaming service. But for games. <laughs> the subscription model is amazing. You can't mm. have used Game Pass subs. Uh, also, some of that stuff was so hard-baked into the Xbox One that they only very recently, which we forgot to report on, but I wasn't sure the severity of improvement. And there's still a litany of other DRM related things that are like Microsoft and of fixers. Um, you are now able to actually boot an Xbox One game without connecting to the Internet with a Series X. Up until that update, you had to be online or an Xbox One game would not boot on your Series X. Mm hmm. So, hey, God. at least they're improving. Um, I hope they continue to improve. But, you know, much like with other companies, it's only when you shout really loud about a thing that they take any action to improve the situation. Of course. Um, but, yeah, anyways. Uh, hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? We yelled at Asian street food videos on Friday yet again. <laughs> we did. Uh, that, that, was, that was good. There's some really good stuff in there. Yeah. Let, let me tell you, I'm not I'm not a man who sees pork belly and loses his mind, and I'm pretty calm and collected. It's like whatever. I'm like that could be good, but but they spend minutes building this pork belly up, and then they start battering it, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like they pressure cook it. <laughs> yes, they pressure cook it first. It's already like, wow, that's pretty cool. And that's the, a good nice extra step. And then they cover it in the batter and they start deep frying, and I'm like, you are fucking me up, please. We basically lost our minds. Uh, the ending of that is actually um, 
an amazing what was it they call it twelve dollars but it's like eleven dollar thirty cent hot pot buffet we're like the sushi trays where it's a plate of sushi that just goes around a conveyor belt mm. it's that for hot pot ingredients oh my so it's just delicious foods going past you at all times and you it's you get a, great you get a full fucking hour in there and they're just like eat as much as you want and it's not even just hot pot no they, they also had like tempura and all sorts of other stuff just a bunch of sushi yeah, they had bars of other things. Uh, they also had a specific style of ice cream, which I could not commit to memory, that one of our viewers had tried before and was really sad because they really wanted it. <laughs> uh, that was a uh, was good. That, that stream made me cry. <laughs> uh, but as for that, that was Friday's stream. Bob, aside from Pokemon Moon, which uh-huh. continues to be a good time, yes. uh, did, we didn't play anything else for content. Not for content. We've just been diving deep on all these things we have to watch and podcasts we have to record for that, like the Chainsaw Man podcast, the podcast though. Uh, I think that was it. You know? I was really glad I got to play a game other than, hey, Dan, try to buy the GPU uh, this week because uh, I can't win at that game. No one can. No, of course it, not. It was messed up. I got that thing best buy with the exact one I needed so far, so close to being able to... And, it, and then it disappeared. Amazon also got it incredibly far, and then they go, hey, dude, we were trying to check you out, but that thing you're checking out for, it was never real. I'm like... Oh. Stop <laughs> Stop doing this to me. Um Dan, Dan, wake up. It's 2008 and you need to render videos. No. No. <laughs> Wait, it's 2008. That means I can buy Bitcoin. That's true. <laughs> and I actually didn't know what Bitcoin was in 2008, but I didn't have money to buy it with. And I didn't understand the idea of uh what was it? What is the term where you buy into a market with the idea that it will appreciate over time? There's a specific term for that. Like it's speculative? A, speculative, yeah. I didn't understand the concept of a speculative market. So I was like, well, the real money isn't generating one for free via the cost of the energy to power your GPU, right? Why would buying this and then later selling it, that doesn't make sense. It's a currency. Yeah, I didn't understand that concept, so... <laughs> You've actually bought into that? You rude. (laughs) Yeah. If I had money back then, that would have been an interesting and different timeline. Anyway. What's up? You play video game? I did play a video game. What Mm. video game did you play? Uh, I finished playing Valkyrie Elysium. Oh. I did not get to finish it. I only got to mission seven before the 150 things we had to do. Yeah. Broke my spine. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. No, that is really fair. Um, I obviously will not spoil anything. I don't I don't want to do that, but I'll talk about it. That's cool. Uh it feels like it runs out of money about halfway <laughs> through. Yeah. I, yeah, I, that, I that's like kind of we how I expected it to go. Like you you get a trophy for collecting all the weapons, and it's like, wait, really? And then missions, then instead of like real missions, new areas, it unlocks tons and tons and tons of submissions where you just go back to old areas. Yeah, I figured that would pile up eventually. Yeah, and you also get missions that are specific to your on higher. 
where you actually get story stuff with them. And it seems like they're supposed to be paced between like real missions. And at one point they're like, well, you just got this in Harrier, but there aren't that many missions left. So just do all three of their missions in a row. Oh, that's funny as shit. <laughs> that, that honestly, Persona games have that exact same problem where uh, you get like, you know, a Persona game, the characters have 10 social ranks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's always one character you get where it's like, there's only two dungeons <laughs> left in the game. Yeah. You're working yeah. 75% through. We got to stuff their character development down your throat. Weirdly, in a bizarre way, that just made me think of Indivisible, where it's just like, okay, I got to do all these things to tie up these character-specific things. And it's like, but the game stopped being balanced two-thirds in. And I, aggro. Stop being balanced means something different to people who have and have not played Indivisible. Because the last third of that game, you're effectively a god for some reason. Because they this just is what I have heard. Fucking forgot to put any numbers in correctly. Uh, so that that was really weird. Just being like, okay, I'm gonna go do everyone's thing, and I kill most things in this game in one to two hits. Yeah, I, honestly, I by the end of Indivisible, if there wasn't, if Dan, if you were not telling me otherwise, I would just assume the numbers were lies, and there is some <laughs> hidden system that I am not privy to as the player. <laughs> that determines these things because it seems like it's like one fight you're dealing like 2500 damage a hit Mm -hmm. there's a cut scene and a big story thing happens the next fight you're dealing like 350,000 damage a hit yeah yeah it is that huge of a power gap and you just wonder why yeah but uh yeah that's what it made me think of bob fair (laughs) fair me putting on my scuba gear and going to the underwater jail to ask mike z why that's what causes that (laughs) (laughs) mike z basically just looks like the fucking weird mutant uh blacksmith from what was it uh, avengers endgame or something okay yeah (laughs) of course he's the joker from the cutscenes from the batman (laughs) <laughs> god uh <laughs> bob do you have anything else you want to say about that crazy uh it also starts doing the same work it, uh-huh. it shows too many enemies on screen it's not a problem to fight them it in the way you would think it makes the game run bad mm-hmm. like they they start doing this way too much mm-hmm. like okay you were pushing it with having two on the harrier summoned and having enemies you yeah. need to slow down and this is this is how bad it is i literally started looking toward over towards the end of your playthrough and i'm like why is it running like shit right now yeah like, yeah it like, ran great up until this moment i feel i, I don't know when it occurred see, but i could notice I'm like on space. mission six or seven mm-hmm <laughs> And even though I'm like, guys, you can have fewer enemies with more health because it feels like I'm touching these guys and they're turning to stone and crumpling. It's like I'm weak to ice. And I'm like, well, I threw an ice spell at you and now 80% of your health is gone and you're on your ass with, you know, the cartoon birds going around your head. (laughs) Yeah, so that should really be balanced better. (laughs) Mm hmm. It's true. Um, you know how you know how and, and we all kind of get mad when this happens when when like reviewers or just people on Twitter compare a game to a PS2 game. Yeah. Valkyrie Elysium, I think, is the first one where it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very PS2 game, mm-hmm. which is 
why I like it, but also know it's like a seven. <laughs> right. I, mean, I, I called it a PS3 game the first time we talked about it. Like, mm. um, and well, if it ran at 22 frames a second, it would be a PS3 game. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. only difference. I was like, wow, all these textures are rendering at a high resolution. The game's running. What? <laughs> What's going on? So do you do you get to Elysium? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Spoilers. That's, that's, oh, okay. That's weird. I thought you would like get up there and be like, rich people live here. This sucks. And then that would be it. Um you, it, you don't get to make block camp jokes. Yes, I do! That's the only one I know. <laughs> it also feels like most of the stuff with the story that's cool is saved for like the final mission. It feels like the final mission should have been another whole half of the game. Mm. So that's why it feels extra bad when it starts just doing filler content mm-hmm. halfway through. It's like Guys, I should have all the unharrier within the first four missions or so. It shouldn't have been dragged out for eight and then mm. have the final mission or I, so. I wonder just... if they like I wonder if they like made the design document, plotted this game out, and Square Enix is like, uh, we have some bad news. We decided this game gets half of what we told you it was going to get in terms of money. <laughs> It really feels something like that, where it's like, okay, this is now set at the very end of the apocalypse. There are two gods left. That's it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it metaphorically as like, you devised this pulley system to lift this grand piano out of the second floor of this building. <laughs> you're like, okay, we're going to take it out the window and we're going to lower it down. It's like, squared it comes up. Okay, here's how much rope you have to work with. <laughs> as you try to lower the piano, it won't get close to the ground. So you just let go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I and, and all in all, I'm like, it has a lot of potential. I hope they get to make a sequel where they get to actually like fulfill the, the promises this kind of had. Yeah. The, there was even systems we saw in the demo where it's like, well, this will be neat of you doing leveling up by having all these skills you unlock and you have like a CP limit. That's how many of these skills you can have equipped at once. Mm-hmm. That doesn't come into effect because you getting all the skills fills all those slots perfectly. Mm. Oh, so it's like, oh, there was some other idea here at some point. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, that always sucks. I, I like how you can get upgrades to that make the active window of your perfect block and stuff higher. Like it gives you more frames. Yes. I always like stuff like that. That was something that was in the original Paper Mario. <laughs> it was it was a badge you could buy because in Paper Mario, Mario has badges that give him different attacks and, and stuff. And one of them was just uh, make the window for doing your your guard like twice as big. Which oh, you yeah. kind of need because that game's a hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved to shit when they did that in uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Where you could spec into yes. it and then wear the armor that did it and put on the talisman that widened it. Yes. Yeah, that shit rules. So when it came time to get that last trophy that was do this many perfect parries in a row, I just fucking built up and I'm like, haha, let's go to the first area and do your <laughs> shit. You're just yo, like guys come at you and are instantly reflected. Yeah. That is how the end of Ghost of Tsushima felt. Hello there, traveler. <laughs> the duel, you're wiping out five to seven people. Yes. You 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 throw the sticky grenade at the con and you just hear like the, the world doom sound as time stops. 
Gene Sakai does have a very menacing face. I could see the the spooky like JoJo's letters coming out of him as he walks. The Zawa up. Zawa Zawa. Yeah, you do Dutch angle on his Zawa Zawa Zawa. Man, Ghost of Tsushima Two is looking great. <laughs> Did you uh, have anything else? Um, the one thing that bothered me throughout combat and a lot of the game was. For some reason, your fall down animation lasts forever. You can't take damage during it. The camera just gets stuck in a wall and you have to wait for the Valkyrie to stand up. It's like, why, why is it like this? I kind of had that experience with No More Heroes 3. You got to mash buttons to get up faster, but it's like so many buttons that I'm like, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, no action game that feels good does this. Why do you do this? <laughs> Oh, it's it's weird how many games there are where it's just like you got knocked down. You're now in timeout. Mm -hmm. Even even Super Mario Sunshine does that, where if he gets if Mario gets knocked on his ass in that game, he has to take a nap before he can get back up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I forgot. It, it feels like when in 64 you get stuck in really weird geometry moments where you just do a, a repeated falling on your ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like just because it's fucking up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh it feels like that in, in Sunshine for some reason, but uh... oh yeah, the other thing that bothered me in combat: a lot of the characters as we talked about, you do hit, you get them in the knockout state by hitting them with elements. Mm -hmm. A lot of times their model will fall on top of you, and you get kind of stuck. Oof. <laughs> you can still hit them, okay? But it's like, oh man, I wish I could move. <laughs> Why would you need to move? You're in the perfect spot. This is optimal strategy. Taking him down from the inside. <laughs> Don't use jump attacks. You can't move. You can't jump. This is a very funny parallel because while a lot of the stories that you were telling me mm -hmm. about playing this game remind me of things about No More Heroes 3. Uh-huh. You, your, your message at the end of your segment is, I wish they had more money and I hope next time they get more money to do the full version of this. Meanwhile, I am hell-bent on... Suda should get this amount of money every time or Sony AAA money. <laughs> no in between. I don't I don't want the version of No More Heroes 3 where they talk about the food and it exists and you get to see them eat it. I want them eating behind a thing doing this. I want this cutscene. <laughs> this is the funniest shit in the world. You don't need to model the food. Let me imagine the food. <laughs> God, not imagining Solal getting Sony money. It's like that. That would be fucking insane. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, like, I would really love Sony to just be like, okay, here's our budget for one AAA game. Mm -hmm. We're going to split it into four. And we're going to be like, Suda, you get, you, get a, you get a quarter of this cake. Sweary, you get a quarter of this cake. Oh God, Sweary would be scary with that much money. Yeah, don't give Sweary like a hundred million. <laughs> I really thought Chris was going to say, like, here's our budget for one AAA game. We've got Suda and Salil and like somebody else. You have 30 seconds for your elevator pitch. <laughs> Jim Ryan, we can vet. Your pitches. <laughs> no, it's true. We're we're trained experts on this. We know what makes the gamers fire off. Right. Uh, uh, for, for some reason, every pitch we accepted was put backwards compatibility in your fucking console. <laughs> and then at the end of the game, the bad guy CEO realizes he should put backwards compatibility in his, in his fucking console. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Jim Ryan's like, we saw a lot of enthusiasm for putting backwards compatibility in the PS5, but there was also this pitch to attach a drone and a gun to it, so I think we're going to go with that. 
<laughs> this somehow sounds like an episode of China, Illinois. <laughs> and fucking dr- Jim Ryan droned my ass. <laughs> you motherfuckers better finish this game. <laughs> so, Bob. What's up? Did you have anything else to no, share that, about? That was it, really. This game well, that I, I had a question. Yeah. Is, is, yeah, is there okay. an Arngrim in this game? Is there a guy with a giant gut sword? No, I don't think so. Worthless. Really? Wow. That's... I, I mean, the guy, the first on how you get has a pretty big sword, but it's not a guts sword. It's, it's not as big as the Valkyrie profile guy sword? No, that's it's definitely in the spirit of that. Like, you can tell that it wants to be this dude. Yeah, but My penis not, is in the spirit of a footlong point? dick. I, I, the spirit of the footlong song is there. I mean, this smaller sword is a lot like a bigger sword. <laughs> I mean, the sword, is, <laughs> the sword is still very big. It's just I don't think it quite matches up to that. My yeah. 1080 Ti is in the spirit of a 4090. <laughs> <laughs> Something I appreciate is that they have he has a weapon holder for it on his back, and it kind of looks like it might work in some world. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I mean, we we've seen some pretty good giant sword backscabbards in in modern days. We like you go to the internet. We've been designing them to work just so we don't have to stop putting them in movies. <laughs> Did you play anything else? No, no, no. Wow, that's fucking weird. Yeah, no. We it just took can, a lot to finish that. We just took, well, also we recorded yeah. so much. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. As much as some of you might be like, they just launched a weekly podcast. They're talking about other content. And most of that mailbag was about how they have no time for anything. Don't worry. There is a plan. This is not just planned uh, uh, planned death. <laughs> We're not walking off a cliff. Soon you will know, is this Dan's plan? <laughs> uh well, I don't have anything else to talk about, unfortunately. I, I just played Overwatch 2. That's a full statement. <laughs> hey, Dan, how's Overwatch 2? It's fucking Overwatch. Hooray! What do you fucking want from me? <laughs> hey kids, it's your friends Overwatch, and it's Overwatch Two wearing Overwatch One's face. Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> this was so unnecessary. <laughs> it's it's really sad. Everything that happened with that game. Yeah, everything. Yup. What's up, Bob? I, I playing Overwatch Two on controller is rough. Yes, it is. You need to understand, like when you're playing a lot of types of games, controller's fine. Yeah. When you're playing Overwatch and you sit there and you go, I wonder if someone's behind me. You can't do anything about that. You can't spin a 180 in a fraction of a second to look back and then go back to what you were doing. You know, like a human who can go, can do. The controls simply do not allow for that. Also, they have some really fucked up controls. I meant to show this on this episode of Big Thing. I will instead have to describe it with words. Moira has she's a support but she's what I like to call secret DPS her right hand shoots a life sucking energy ray and her left hand heals people on PC you left click to heal people and you right click to death the life steal okay on console uh oh (laughs) 
you would think they would map the left arm to L2 uh-huh. and the right arm to R2. That makes sense. They flipped it because they consider her primary ability healing people. That R2 heals people. acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it gets worse. She has an ability where you pop up with two orbs and it literally shows your arms in front of you holding the orbs. And in the left hand, you have the healing one. And in the right hand, you have the damage one. And I shit you not above and to the side of both of them they have the labels and they say the opposite of the ones they're on because it needs to be l2 for damage r2 for healing and i just as somebody who plays more a lot could not function the first couple games i played as her on the ps5 because they could, flipped it you could use that question as like a captcha to prove you're human <laughs> right i I don't get it. For some reason, they've decided that there's a one generic control scheme for Overwatch, and yet Overwatch is not a game conducive to that at all. No, because like we we both ran into a similar problem, not quite as bad as uh, as Mercy. Yes, where Mercy's control scheme is fucking stupid. I'm trying to remember exactly. So so you- once again, the thing I just described: heal with one hand, damage with another. Well, here's the thing, Mercy has a similar system. She uses her rod to heal or to damage buff other people. You'd think the same thing, right? R2 heals, L2 damage buff. No, R2 heal, R1 damage buff. No reason why. L1 fly to L2 resurrect? So it's then right on the D-pad to switch guns. Right on the D-pad to switch which weapon you're using. The thing you need to do constantly as Mercy, because, fun fact, you're really supposed to be healing people, but if you could pop a few bullets into their ass, that'd be helpful. So, um, yeah, uh, I did find out, and I'm glad that Overwatch 2 came up so I could issue this correction. Correction, that game does have 60 frames per second menu that come at, like, a monkey's paw-like cost. Because I don't know how, because they have this on PC. They have dynamic resolution for Overwatch on PC. On console, they don't at all. So you just, if you want 60 frames per second menu, you have to select balanced mode in the graphics setting, and it will lower the resolution of everything pretty fucking drastically for the whole match. Gameplay and menus, just to make the menus run at 60 when they pop up. Mm. Keep in mind, the resolution mode, the gameplay runs at 60, period. There's no problem there at all. You can also choose frame rate, and then it goes up to 120 frames per second. But it looks like a buttery potato. Like, it's really, really low res at that point. Uh, that sucks. What the hell's wrong with it? <laughs> uh, but that's, that's, that's basically it for Overwatch. I don't have anything else to say. You have anything else to say? No. I, I, I think I mentioned it last week, uh, but I'm not sure. I think it may have happened just barely after last week. <sighs> Went into competitive and was just surrounded by people who were like, what am I doing? I haven't played this game in three years. And then they literally walk into a hole. Uh, that was that was not good. Please get out of competitive if you haven't done I, matches. I had to the, play a billion matches to get into competitive. No, you have to do placement matches in competitive to get ranked in competitive. Mm. But they'll just let you in pretty immediately, I guess. Unless you have Overwatch One, I guess that was the yeah, thing. yeah. If you have Overwatch One, you can just go in. Oh, yeah, good okay. job, guys. You prevented the competitive from having people who have no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah, that was rough. Shibuya tried to warn me. Shibuya's like, no, don't do it, man. And I'm like, I'm crawling in this hole. That's my hole. 
That's mismade no. just for me. I'm crawling into that fucking hole. She's like, Dan, don't. Seriously. I'm like, I'm doing it the moment you disconnect from this phone call. <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> I did exactly that and came out a warped being on the other side. Uh, but that's it. I'm done. I'm done talking about Overwatch 2. I already talked. Let's see. I talked about No More Heroes. I talked about buying a GPU, which is a sick game. Uh, aggro. Uh, I actually got to eke out uh, a little time to play Cyberpunk this week. Hot damn. Uh, I actually did want to mention uh, hours and hours in, into this game. Um, mm-hmm. I finally hit a point where my build came online. Which mm. is, um, I hate it when games do that. But, you know, it's cool when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I've been putting points into technical ability and intelligence, mm-hmm. which is quick hacking. Yeah. Which had been of limited use in a lot of encounters up to now, especially with how shitty all my guns were. But like yesterday, I ran into an encounter where I just walked toward it, turned off all the turrets and drones, pulled out my smart shotgun, closed my eyes, (laughs) and just obliterated the three humans that were minding all the robots and went, oh, that's what being a techno wizard is supposed to feel like. Yeah. Uh, just curious, did you ever play Deus Ex Human Revolution? I did not. Okay. I remember one of the complaints about that game was, uh, it's really cool, you can do these other styles of play, uh, they completely fall apart on a boss battle. Yeah, I was going to say, was, was, was that the one that was famous for, you can, you, all the way through in the last boss is like, ha 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 ha, fuck you. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, that's cool. I, I think it hasn't deleted your save file yet or anything crazy. No. It's, Great. It's that's that's awesome, dude. Still running. That's awesome. I keep seeing tweets of people who started playing it because of the anime. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, this game is okay. Oh, it deleted my entire save file after 15 hours. I'm done. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's I what... would be. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm liking the story. I like the characters. This is like it. it, 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 it is a like a B plus game yes yeah. pretty good yeah <laughs> after two years of patches yeah no they Three, finally two two years somewhere. of patches uh yeah i don't know if i do somehow eke out a 4090 which uh we'll talk more um i'm kind of interested in seeing the pc version of that because it has cracked out ray tracing mm-hmm. modes and i'm like yeah no that the visuals of this wild. game are pretty cool i kind of want to see that mm-hmm and turn on DLSS 3.0 so that way I can see weird artifacts appear on the screen and be like, this is good enough. Uh, that's cool. Glad you're enjoying it. As somebody who's on Cyberpunk for over a year now, I haven't played it at all. And now I'm like, well, I got this GPU. Maybe I bought it again on PC. It's like, you bought it on PS4 for $7. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Just put it, put it, put it in the tray. Maybe the forty ninety can run it. <laughs> That's like pot at the front of my PC. Open the disc tray. Why don't you open? Oh no, it's not two thousand ten anymore. <laughs> <laughs> my hands turn into bones. <laughs> but that's it. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. Once again, we've been really in the podcast chamber this week. I basically had two Thursdays. Like, you know, we did the recording session on Tuesday for Chainsaw Man and Fucking Bleach. Uh, that, was, that was a nine to ten hour workday for me as I had to do a shitload of the stuff. 
And even then RSS feed didn't function properly, says I'm like, <laughs> Apple, what's the problem? They're like, here's the problem. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Fuck me. And they're like, uh, you didn't hit publish. And I'm like, ah, uh, you shouldn't have save and publish on this page. That seems like your problem. They're like, click publish. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, fuck you. And I'm like, what's the goddamn problem? And they're like, you stupid asshole. Your image isn't big enough. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, for some reason, I looked at this image for the podcast thing that was made by Chris. And it was 400 by 400. And when I went to the podcast syndication site, Podbean, and they went, hey, your image needs to be 1,400 by 1,400. I went, yeah, it is. <laughs> I forgot one digit there. Uh, but yeah, that shit should be up on everything. Mm, I, I spent 10 minutes looking around my podcatcher app. Like, I have added an RSS feed into this thing before. Where the Where? fuck is yeah. it? Where is it? Where is it buried? And then, oh, I have to go to their fucking website. <laughs> Put it in in the browser. Okay, now it works. Yeah. Chris. Yes. Okay. You uh, okay. I, I streamed Resident Evil 4. Hell yes. Uh, one thing that came out of this before you say anything. Way more love for the mind thrower. <laughs> I, yeah, really, for, I really appreciate you know, people waking it, up. <laughs> it gave me like 40 ammo for it this time. Just from <laughs> drops. There was one part where there's the part where, you know, you got to There's all the bugs and you got to make the, the sunbeam melt the door like it's fucking made of chocolate or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But there's like there's like there's like 40 of the bug enemies. Those enemies alone dropped 19 mind darts. Jesus Christ. Uh, Agro, to put the power mm. scale into perspective, mind thrower is a thing that basically you shoot a dart into enemies and then they explode. Yeah, no, the, it despawns. I was going to say the mind thrower was the first time I ever heard the verb to despawn. <laughs> yeah, no, that shit's ridiculous. This was also the first time I tuned into Chris's stream for a little bit, where and saw him do the glitch where he makes everything move faster, and the rifle just it like goes crazy in his hands as he shoots. <laughs> Yes, because uh, I was using the bolt-action rifle, because uh, if you max mm. out the bolt-action rifle, it deals 30 fucking damage a shot, which nice. I think is 12 more than the semi-automatic will deal maxed out. Nice, nice, nice. But if you do the striker glitch to move fast, or the striker glitch, if you don't know, is a thing in Resident Evil 4, there's the shotgun called the striker. You attempt, you attempt to aim down the sights before you finish lifting the gun up, you pause and switch to another gun, and you now move at 150% speed. Hmm. Uh, it has limited usefulness because it goes away if, if you interact with anything, like if jumping over a fence or doing a melee move or uh, going through a loading gate all turns it off. But it does have uses, like if you want to pump someone full of lead with the bolt-action rifle. RE4 is really good. Uh, you can really tell what parts were created later in development. <laughs> like, for example, the first half of the island, where they go, where up until that point, Resident Evil 4 was really, really good about being like, no, the enemies came from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, even if it was like, we spawned them around this corner and then they run around the corner into your field of view. Once you get to the island, they just start spawning dudes immediately outside of your vision. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if if 
your your entire vision could theoretically be filled with deep, densely packed zombies. Like, there's parts where just there'll be 30 guys on you. Like, where did you come from? None of you were here. Uh, I did discover something unbelievably funny, which is, uh, you know that part right before you get to the castle? The truck comes at you, you shoot it, it crashes. You walk up the hill a little bit, and a bunch of guys spawn behind you, and the intent is obviously for you to be pushed towards running to the castle. Mm-hmm. If you look at the door they come out of and moonwalk up the hill, they will never spawn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I've because heard of this. <laughs> it won't spawn them if you're looking at them, obviously, because they can't open the door. It's just it's just a loading gate. I forgot. Yeah, I've seen videos showing this exact thing off. So I'm like, will they spawn if I'm looking in that direction? It's like, no, they won't. So I moonwalked entirely up the hill. Now, like, surely at some point there will be a cutscene where they come in. It's like, no. I hear about that. Why would I have heard about that? Also, man, fuck dogs. Um, <laughs> they are the worst enemy in that game. Oh. <laughs> it's it's not it's not even a contest. It's like what if what if they could take seventy percent of your health if they touch you? And they're also faster than every other enemy in the game. And so, and it's really funny how they knew, even Capcom knew, because there's parts on the island where there's entire rooms full of dog cages. No dogs. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the harder difficulties. Oh, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. That's I don't the actually vibes that know. gives me. What just just a very funny game. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, actually. I'm gonna need them. I, I know they're tr- I know they're trying to be serious. like a <sighs> little bit worried about RE4 remake just from the tone of like, no. Leon needs to say stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he, it's important. Mm-hmm. He needs to say, Sadler, you're small time. Uh, I, I hope they make uh, Luis a little bit more of a character mm. Capcom let me make this very clear do not make him more of a character by making me play as him for a new segment oh no they would totally do that that is the wrong way to make him more of a character yeah Uh, I don't have an Ashley uh, segment from that. Other than that, um, something I didn't know that the chat told me about is that that section where you're playing as Ashley, in Japan that has fixed camera angles like old Resident Evil. Oh, weird. Oh, yeah. I assumed those were, like, lies. (laughs) I remember hearing that a long time ago. I was like, that sounds like some bullshit some kid made up to sound cool. Uh, I also was like, man, Mario Sunshine left a bad taste in my mouth. I better play Mario Galaxy. Cool. How'd that go? Uh, Mario Galaxy is immaculate. Yes. If not for the fact that they 
were are too even on this collection were too devoted to be like there's a mode where your your the right stick is the cursor. Hmm. If not for that, it would truly be perfect. Uh, I might actually get every star in that for the first time. Yeah. Uh, it's good to know that I, I've gotten a lot better at games because the, the star I could never get when that game came out on the Wii, I got on my first try this time, which is the Daredevil star, which is a Daredevil, Daredevil comets are a thing that pop up in Mario Galaxy, which are actually a really clever way of rehashing old content, which is a comet will appear on one of the levels and it adds some weird condition to a, a, a challenge you've already done. Yeah. Like now you're timed or um, now you can, now you have one health. Yeah. And this one was fight the big, the ghost boss that has like four phases with one health. And I could never fucking do that when that game first came out. Uh, the ghost boss, it's a big stone pillar. It summons bomb booze, which are black booze that uh, explode. You, you spin into them and they get attached to you by their tongue and spin around you by it. And you have to swing it into the boss to damage it. Hmm. And I could never do that with one health as a kid. But this time I'm like, no, no problem. Yeah. Mario Galaxy is so good. It's, it's really crazy that they, that the that, that Galaxy 2 wasn't included in that. Like, why? Yeah, yeah. that's fine. That, that, that seems like a, a personal slight to me. Like, Nintendo must be pissed at me because they know that's the only one I haven't beaten. That's a mainline Mario. <laughs> It's it's also weird how it starts like it, it the start of Galaxy is like peak Nintendo going we we don't trust that you know what a video game is. Yeah, cuz it has that opening level in the Mushroom Kingdom with like the festival. Mhm. Mm which feels like theoretically was supposed to be something like running up to the castle in Mario 64. It's like a big open area you can learn how a video game controls in. Mm -hmm. but then you have like the most the longest most handholdy tutorial level mm. yeah that's like, true ca catch the rabbit and you're caught and in the first like hour of that game you're constantly going to talk to rosalina about shit or it's like let me explain how every single thing in the game worked like maybe may like people always rag on miyamoto like miyamoto hated the storybook in in galaxy Mm -hmm. maybe he actually hated that and it got communicated wrong to people yeah i basically miyamoto just exists as the myth of the idea of miyamoto because even the shit that has come over was like misconstrued and all sorts of shit where it's like oh he fucking hates donkey kong country and he's like i do what i <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i i'll still never forgive him for ruining paper mario though of course, why would right? you? Like, <laughs> and before I move on from talking about Paper Mario again, everybody always is like, oh, he destroyed the story of Paper Mario. It's worse, he destroyed the mechanics of Paper Mario. <laughs> <laughs> like, people, that, that part gets lost. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also played Save Room. It's a game on Steam that cost $3. Yeah, it's an attache case puzzle game. Oh, oh, that's the name of that thing. I've been seeing it. Uh, it is it is definitely one of those this would have been a Flash game five years ago thing. It looks exactly like one and even has a similar choose one of the 40 puzzles screens as old Flash pu puzzle games. I'm like, whatever. It took me like 75 minutes. It cost 
Yeah. I spend that much on a, on a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, just clarification, you know, sometimes we got to legally cover our ass on um, this podcast, you know, certain standards and stuff set by the FCC. Uh, t- 2003 was not five years ago. <laughs> Dan... <laughs> GameStop bought Congregate in like 2014. Yeah, that was insanely stupid. <laughs> yeah. God. It shocks me that that was only eight years ago because when they did it, it was like, what are you doing? And don't you want to play Kingdom of Loathing? It's a free Flash based MMO with somber tapestries. <laughs> yeah, that's. Good lord. Is Scorn out yet? No, I don't think it so. It is very is it soon. supposed to be this month? It is supposed to be this month. Finally, we will experience the Sovereign Tapestries. Isn't it tomorrow? Maybe. It Might is be. tomorrow. There we yeah. go. I was going to say, I thought it was a 14. Well, Bob, <laughs> we know what Friday's stream is now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. That that's game's that, probably like, all, like Bright Memory Infinite. It's going to be four hours long. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, the whole focus point was, no, we look incredible. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, we're not that long. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Man. Fixed that content problem right there, Bob. Thank you, Scorn. <laughs> this uh, is way more exciting than Mexican Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> we can always switch to Mexican. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. A, okay. a, a, <laughs> a solo uh, dev made Mexican Metal Gear Solid. It's on Steam right now. Somebody was talking about it on the podcast Patreon Discord. I was like, holy shit. This what is, is fucking it called? Awesome. Uh, let me look it up. It's not but called I, Mexican Metal Gear Solid. It should have been. <laughs> it should have been. Is, is, is it just hit like him with a sombrero? Or a... Uh, no. I mean, it's, it's you know, set in a uh, Hispanic uh, nation. I don't know if it's, it's specific in the game itself, but everything about it, including the dev themselves, is clearly very uh, Mexican and uh, Metal Gear Solid. At least that's what it's what it's being described as, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 very Metal Gear Solid 1. Not like 2 or 3 or anything, though you do get a couple moments of like, oh, the camera's coming down to hang out with me. But yeah, I checked out some videos on Steam and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I need this. I need this absolutely. I need to see what is in this game because it's probably beautiful or broken and terrible. <laughs> the Steam reviews seem a little conflicted. <laughs> Always a good sign. I do not have the name right now. Damn I may it. later in this podcast. But that was all you played, Chris? Yeah, that's all. Well, I think that means it's time. Oh no! For the Podlords. Podlord time. Time for the Podlords. Podlords! Oh fuck. Fuck! <laughs> They're right behind me, aren't they? The Mexican Podlords. <laughs> They're all spawning in. This part of the game wasn't balanced. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, 
Corey Brown. Illumination listens to fans and recasts Tom Hardy as Princess Peach. That's an upgrade. Acceptable. You have a deal, child of man. Red Blaze 27. Suzu Shiro. Emperor Zero. Shibuya Gato. My Floridian Ninetales is very happy to have two new sisters. Thanks, Bob and Tosh. There are more of them now. <laughs> one or one shades of wonderful remastered. WTF, Spider-Man. Mr. I like spam. BN12. I'm fire punch face. Oh, no! Come on! <laughs> DFW3K. Time to play the GPU launch roulette again. <laughs> One of these is a live round, the other is a link that works. Have fun! <laughs> Once again, asking for your support to make Gigaboots Goes to Asia a real thing so I could live vicariously through them. <laughs> that is a masterful edit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's really there. Kristen. Oops, forgot to swap Podlord name. <laughs> Life is busy. I'm getting married on a week in a week? Oh shit. Oh god. Oh no. But oh yes. There will be ham. Congratulations. There will be ham. <laughs> Kyle Bjork. Iron Aggro. Blig to blue. Schligda's poo. Monster Hunter. Ryzen and Bob. What's uh, Ryzen? Ryzen? No, Ryzen. Okay, aggro? Ryden. There we go! What the fuck, Bob? <laughs> He's only heard it about 500 times! These are the pod lords! <laughs> God damn it, my man! <laughs> it's October, so everyone should watch the Monsters Monster Squad and learn if Wolfman has Nards. Inquiring minds, uh. wanna know. We call this Overwatch 2 Launch Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> what the dog doing? <laughs> Good day. I apologize for any inconvenience. My many dogs will cause you on social media. <laughs> You're gonna think I'm a cop when I'm done. Monty and Bellamy snuggled in a tent, listening to BTD. Indigo Sykes, drive typecast. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. That thing's so fucking cool. Gaijin, no bit this week. Lament of Innocence is pretty dang sweet. The queen has fallen, ho. Long live the King Frost, he ho. A raccoon trying not to fall into the TwitchCon phone boat. Mm -hmm. Shinji, all your bones. Shinji 16 and Lexi want to remind you that you matter, you are valid, and you deserve to be happy. Me, every time I... Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, okay. Oh, that's why, it's a repeat image. Okay. Me, every time I hear, I really want to stay at your house in the distance in Cyberpunk 2077. We're doing all we can, but I'm not Jesus Christ. I've come to accept that now. 
immaculate. That's <laughs> some sort of super show. The Superman. Happy Thanksgiving to Canadians only. Hmm. Sarah Lean. Timothy Fister picked up Kill a Kill If on sale and was pleasantly reminded that Kill a Kill is still cool as hell. This is a really good frame. It <laughs> yes. is. Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Prunglespum. The fuck do you mean you just put the Switch version on PC? <laughs> <laughs> and mm, did you know for Lightning Returns they increased Lightning's cup size? Hey, don't sell me on it. I, I Thank did. you very much. I knew that. <laughs> to our pod lords. <laughs> this podcast is why I knew that. <laughs> oh, that's Thank you, you pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. <laughs> Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. For funding me knowing that Lightning's cup size was increased for Lightning Returns. And if, and if you would like to fund aggro discovering many more things, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits such as early access to Chugging Bleach, our Bleach review podcast in which we review all of Bleach. Subscribing to our Patreon is the only way to discover whether or not it is in fact Jinkari's plan. That's uh, true. Uh, early access to other shows that have not been formally announced yet. Uh, I think you did it on uh, Chainsaw Man because I gave you the go ahead. <laughs> all right, uh, early access to Pokemon Go to the movies. A uh, <laughs> monthly Pokemon movie review podcast featuring uh, Shibuya Gato. And, and remember, uh, early access does not mean immediate access. <laughs> yes, it is not there yet. It will be soon. Um, uh, extended armchair dead pitches and gamer permission permissions when those shows force us to leave food on the floor for dogs to eat. And uh, a patron exclusive show, one a month, where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's patreon.com slash GB podcasts. And uh, if you don't have any money, you can always help us by spreading the word, uh, downloading that shit on the Chainsaw Man RSS feed or retweeting that account, uh, watching us when we stream on YouTube. And YouTube has no other functionality because Google patreon.com slash GB podcast. Patreon.com slash GB podcast. <laughs> We got to talk about news. Uh, well, first, uh-huh. uh huh. I think the name of that game you were trying to find is Undetected. I think that is correct. Do you, can you show me an image? Yeah, you got the. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it looks delightful. Something about it just makes me think it's a dream made in dreams. Mm. It just has a certain visual quality to it. We have so little news. That is why the thumbnail is Travolta. Because <laughs> he's expecting one to two other screen elements. Agra, let's start with your <laughs> Yeah. Let me just get in there and yeah, sure. pull this up. Because the, the numbers are very precise. That's true. So Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier. Mm. which was a, a mobile battle royale. It I, was. I, I played it for the podcast. I really I really <laughs> felt like this one was going to make it. <laughs> this one was going to go the distance. This battle royale on your phone in the year 2021. I'm not, I'm not used to the Edge Runners meme of he's built different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it will end service in non-English speaking territories uh, 359 days after it went live. Cool. After that, the uh, discontinuation message will remain up in English-speaking territories until the game finally goes down on January 11th, uh, 72 days later. Who, who could have imagined? As, as I have to keep bringing up on this fucking podcast, you know that feeling you get where something so unsurprising that it's actually surprising occurs. Yes. <laughs> like you wouldn't think that reality would be so predictable. And yet I really thought this was going to be a, a project that they would prop up for years. And like you just to use it as a, like a, a tie in totem pole for other projects. Like, Oh look now for a soldier is crossing over with this other thing we're releasing. You, you th I, yeah, they could have kept it up through the whole remake trilogy mm. and then always have a cross promotion with that. At least I, I figured they would do it. Like, yeah, that's just what it was for. Right. I, but I, every I, single it, one it of must these, have, it must've flatlined beyond what any of us think. Where it's just like, there's nobody playing this. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish that they would stop wasting money on these mobile games. to cancel within a year. Like, you know, a ton of resources right into this. I, I kind of... Look, is your mobile game a gotcha game featuring cute boys and girls or Fortnite? If the answer to that is no, <laughs> or, or Clash of Clans, if your answer to those three things is no, do not make it. In I fact, mean, this was them trying to make... This no, 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 no. Let, let me be clear. I mean literally Fortnite, not <laughs> a Battle Royale game. Unless you okay. are Epic Games yeah. and the game in question is Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. I'm not Epic Games. Fuck, I think I know how this is going to go now. Does anyone remember the name of the high-fidelity Final Fantasy game for mobile and Steam um, where you followed a relatively linear path at first as you traveled the world and it had one of those this sure is how Square Enix writes plots for, for this era that, moment where it's Dissidia-esque. Was that Brave Exevious? Yeah, I think it's Brave Exvius. Where you mean Mobius Final yeah, Fantasy? Yeah, it's Mobius. Mobius. There we go, Mobius. Uh, that, that's yeah. the one where um, he he looked he had no shirt and you could see like the neck of his cock with how little he was wearing, and then yes. they put clothes on him, and then there was a bunch of articles about this just proves the double standards about objectification in the industry, and then Square Enix was like, we put clothes on him so we could make you pay to take them off. <laughs> Uh, it took me <laughs> censorship is when I can't see a man's vagina bones. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Is uh, that still up? No, no, it hasn't been up for a while. It took me over two years after they took it offline to finally remove it from my steam library. So I could stop looking at it and getting frustrated. Cause there's another one where it's obviously they put a lot of art design and, and, they, yeah. and stuff into it, and then it's just gone. Mm -hmm. just, just throw it away. There's like, yeah. a, there's like a Dissidia mobile thing now, which isn't anything like Dissidia, obviously. Yeah, there yeah. are two to three of those, aren't there? But it's yeah. just, but it's just the gat gotcha thing, which is, which is funny because it keeps doing. They keep, they're, they're like, we're out of Final Fantasy characters. Roll for Vaughn's brother. <laughs> Holy shit! Had a brother. <laughs> uh, don't believe Ondor's lies, Bob. <laughs> Thank you, Agra, for the news. Uh, 
fine. I'm going. I'm going through my news. Blizzard. So, so this is going to be cheerful, right? <laughs> no, no, not the Dairy Queen. Not the Dairy Queen treat. Sorry, that may have been confusing. You may have all gotten exciting as excited as you thought of oh, uh, uh, Oreo cookie, cheesecake. Oh, I'm so excited. No, uh, so. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and change the topic to nightmare. Yeah, true. Yeah, let me just. Uh... We're in the blizzard nightmare zone. Uh, so basically, story just came out. Uh, luckily, the person in uh, this story is largely about Miguel Vega. Uh, is has been fired for a year. The problem was that he was doing incredibly horrible shit for five years straight to an employee, and was reported four years before he was fired, and they did nothing. Because, of course, they didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, God. The person, of course, goes unnamed in the uh, lawsuit because, uh, you know, mm -hmm. protect their identity. But uh, the, the, the Miguel Vega uh, allegedly, allegedly, uh, so would ask uh, numerous inappropriate questions and say numerous inappropriate things and also touch her boobs on the clock for no fucking reason. Uh, questions such as, does your husband satisfy you and how often do you satisfy yourself? So I guess the good news is he's been fired for like a fucking year. But the bad news is that still happened for five years straight. Four of which, I guess, nothing happened, even though it was reported. That is the news that uh, came out recently. Fan-fucking-tastic. We're moving on. Uh, let's do some of Bob's... No. Well, you know what? Let's do the feel-bad couple. Chris, go. <laughs> Which one's the feel-bad couple? The top one. <laughs> okay, um, Dan, I'm going to need you to show this on the stream. This is how a foam pit is supposed to be constructed. Okay. I mean, let me see if I can get this into the stream. Mm. We got we got numbers here. We've got some science. One moment, while I get some science on screen. Uh, so a foam a foam pit, if you don't know, it, it, it's it's much like a ball pit, but with foam cubes instead of balls. Instead of balls. Plus balls. Um, they are supposed to be several feet deep, and at the bottom is a trampoline, and underneath the trampoline is a heavy duty foam pylon. Because if if you don't know this. Gravity is powerful. And if, for example, you were to jump off of a table or something, a table that is situated in the middle of a foam pit, for example, and then land on like eight inches of foam, foam cubes placed atop a concrete floor, you'll shatter your back. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is exactly what happened at TwitchCon because they had a foam pit at the Lenovo booth. Uh, that was literally just like a foot of foam cubes put on the ground with with like a, a rim around it to trick you that it was deeper. And several people were like, haha, yeah, I'm going to throw myself in the foam pit and fucking had to go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this stayed open for almost the entire con, even after multiple hospitalizations. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. 
Oh my god! Like, like the fact that it was built is is at least criminal mischief. Just right. Looking at a picture of it, the fact that it stayed open is willful negligence at best. And this right. is and this is California. A no waiver anybody signs matters for shit if you're determined to have been negligent. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, Twitch Twitch better be. Tw- Unless Twitch is just staffed by the biggest fucking morons on planet Earth. They are going to every single person who got injured in this and are like, would you like a check with six figures on it? Yeah, they need to be doing that. Um, at very least, the one of the worst injuries that I heard about was... Somebody uh, had to get streamer. an iron rod put in their back. Yeah, they uh, broke their back in two different spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obliterated. They're just fucked. Yeah. That's the rest of their life. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, Twitch should really be nailed for this. If they get away, it's got free after something like this. That that's going to be super upsetting, especially given and, a number and of Twitch changes. Twitch has not have... even made a, a statement. Yeah, isn't that insane? Yeah, that's crazy. It's like uh, there, there don't make that... a statement that would be legally indemnifying. It's like yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you 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 want everybody talking about how one streamer broke her back in two places, another dislocated her kneecap. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm honestly not surprised they haven't made a statement. Like this is this isn't whoops, we caught you saying something. They're about to get big boy sued. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, absolutely fucking insane. Um, I had no idea this was at Lenovo's booth. That's Lenovo. fucking nuts. Yeah, Jesus. Well, fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) There's no other end to the story because it's, I hope she gets better. It's like her back's fucked. She's fucked. Other people have injuries they can recover from. That's good. She's getting treatment, but it's just like, that's just how that is now. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, let's go ahead and move on. No, me? Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, Witchfire, this really cool-looking game by the Painkiller devs, which disappeared for years and years. It was supposed to come out Q- Q4 this year. It's been delayed around six months. And they said they're changing it from a combat arena-based shooter to an open-world one? Uh, oh, come on. Okay, like that phrase could mean, wow, I just immediately went into full cope mode. That phrase could mean a lot of different things. You know, <laughs> the, way they des- <laughs> the way they described it, it sounds like they just took out the walls that would force you to stay in an arena and that you can just run. Hmm. So I don't know. It sounds like a weird change to make when it's, again, it's the painkiller dev, so it was already kind of a retro FPS type game. Mm-hmm. It just it it just makes me worried. That it's like we we are we we got really bad scope creep, and now the game is going to be bad. He was going to say that sounds like either it's brain rot or somebody had a brilliant idea about the base shape of the game, and now it's going to be better. I, I'm still in I, the cope corner. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to. It's bizarre. It seems insane to be like we can delay it for six months and do this. Like, that right. seems really ambitious to right. do in six months. Yeah, Maybe if they were already doing it, it's like we need six months more than we thought. 
Right. That's what I was thinking of. Just at some point, the design changed, and they're letting people know now as they extend the roadmap. Yeah. I don't know. You say open world for a person, and I'm like, your tribes? You made tribes? You slipped, fell, and landed on tribes? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fucking funny. I want that game why to be good Why so hasn't bad. there been a new tribes game in so long? Why, why, I, I guess there's still um, tribes. What's that free-to-play one called? Send? Yeah, sounds right. Are those guys making the MechWarrior games now? Is that even still around? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the people who made Triumph oh, were it's, working it, on it, a recent MechWarrior. It's hot. No, that's, no, they weren't. They, uh, they're, they're, they're the Paladins people. Oh. And they're Watching also Bob making, go limp in the corner of my vision. So good. They're also making Rogue Company a game with that I don't know what it is because it has the worst name in human history. A game just called Rogue Company. I was like, was it Rogue Company some sort of like Tom Clancy thing? <laughs> I, I thought I played Rogue Company on the PS3. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> what? All right. Oh, 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 oh Rogue... We've covered Row Company on Big Think before. Oh yeah. Oh I no. Can't, I can't describe it to save my life. <laughs> uh, so there is a 1.2 billion dollar metaverse project called Decentraland. Uh, it is one of those you can buy fictional real estate in our fictional game for real money. Uh, like I said, 1.2 billion dollars pumped into it. 38 active users. I have a fun fact about that number. You know what they consider a user? Uh, that Somebody who's connected to their chain that has a registered wallet and engages in a transaction. Because this Decentraland thing is a blockchain game where users go to sell each other real estate in, in the thing. So since there are only 38 people engaging in their incredibly stupid commerce... There are only 38 users in their own thing. The funniest thing is that the, the, the owner or somebody comes out and they're just like, let me explain where that number comes from. And then they explain that and they're like, there are at least like, I don't know, 5,000 people playing. And I'm like, that's not better. <laughs> like, you, you cost over a billion. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're like 5K. See, see I just assumed he, that was a lie. Like I, I read that part and I'm like, he's just lying. So I didn't even bring it up. But that's the thing. That's not a good lie. A good lie is, well, we have like 800,000 people playing. Well, well, that, that lie is easily proven wrong. You have to lie small. <laughs> you say then, yet yeah, Ubisoft constantly goes, there are 10 billion people playing Rainbow Six. So, so this, is, this is buying and selling like blockchain real estate in the metaverse. Yeah. Yes. It's called Decentraland. Because it's a decentralized yes. land. But it's not because it's in this one company's servers. I know. <laughs> Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> I know. No, like I, I, I've seen people sell Crypto Bros some stupid shit before. It's basically all they ever do. Holy fuck. I, I've got to call uh, my old Final Fantasy XIV Guildmaster and see if our house is still up. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read this tweet from a Twitter user at Mandela Face because I think it's very relevant to this discussion. Mandela Face. 
Uh, Bioshock is an ineffective critique of libertarian ideology because the guy actually built a breathtaking wonder that later rotted from inequality, where in reality, the Undercity sea pro the Undersea City Project would have gone no further than producing concept art to scam other libertarians. <laughs> no, that's true. It's very true. If the next Bioshock isn't somehow about that, it will be a disappointment. God, I fucking love libertarians. Oh, yeah. They keep, they keep buying into shit like this and then jacking off to media about all of the all of the normal people need to get out of the special people's way so we can save the world. Oh, man, dude. Okay, I like this so... footage from earlier this week where it's like, uh, okay, we're, we're at the debates for governor of this state. Would you like to say something, libertarian candidate? And he immediately goes... Let's talk about the age of consent. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> it's God. his frame one pitch. The next Bioshock should be about how they had this beautiful utopian city plan and everything was going to go fine, but then the funding fell through, so then they invaded a U.S. city <laughs> and just took it over and named it Rapture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... And and finally, there's there's a good, there's a bit of good news. Oh, uh, what? The PS the PS5 shortage seems to be ending. Mm. Mm. Uh, lots of people are reporting. Like I work at a retail store, and they said we're going to start getting them. Please don't steal them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have seen pictures of them on store shelves. And That's and so and Sony like had a, had one of those events like every single day this week. And they were up for a long time. Like, they didn't run out of stock for like five hours one of the days. Yeah, that wow. was nuts. It's happening. <laughs> Nature is healing. We are the virus. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I guess I'm going to cover my shit. 4090 stuff. Uh, reviews came out because the thing actually fucking launched and the NDA ended one day before the launch of the GPU for NVIDIA, mm -hmm. but then NVIDIA's board partners had, because of NVIDIA, their NDA set for the day of the launch. NVIDIA kept outlets from covering any of the partners. Worth noting, EVGA got out of the GPU business entirely because of NVIDIA screwing them. So, God. anyway... Reviews came out. This GPU is insanely fucking powerful to an extent that's absolutely stupid, and we haven't had a leap this large in um, three full generations. My GPU is literally the last time they did a performance jump this big. Uh, the problem, uh, as I've referenced before, it is literally too large to fit in my case. It takes up 3.65 slots or something like that, PCI Express slots. So since I want to have... Two other PCI Express devices on my motherboard, and both of them need at least two X lanes. I literally cannot fit the GPU with two capture cards. It is impossible. Uh, so, there are solutions. Uh, there are two models on the market. One of them is from Gigabyte. As someone who's owned a Gigabyte laptop and uh, dates someone who also owned a Gigabyte laptop and has owned other Gigabyte things in the past, Maybe maybe Gigabyte's not the best brand to go to. So MSI also makes one liquid-cooled. So the board's a responsible size. Uh, liquid-cooling integrated completely. Uh, basically just two, two pipes, two, two cables come off of it. You attach the radiator else in your PC. and Surprise, it's now a proper fucking size uh, GPU. Amazing magic trick they pulled off there. 
Um, reviews came out about the MSI one. It sounds really good. Now I sat here for a bit and I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get that because for people who don't know, it's not for gaming necessarily for me. It's the AV one encoding they have is really fucking good, way better than the Intel stuff and just really efficient. Um, the streaming quality, like literally using the same bit rate we use currently, it will just look better because the encoders are three generations newer and they increase the quality of H.264 yet again. Um, so that and the three cam videos, which the Gears video should come out in the next week. Um, and I was sitting here planning this out, trying to figure this out. And I'm like, but if I use the radiator one, if I use this liquid cooled one, I'm going to have to find some place to stick the radiator in my case. And unfortunately, I have uh, on the top of my case, I have a really big fan that pulls air in. And as I worried about how I was going to fit this in my case, I look in there, that fan fucking died. <laughs> I was like, fuck, what? How long have you been dead? <laughs> uh, so that, that decision got really easy. Anyways, whenever hell freezes over and I get one, I'm going to be very excited to play some Mario 64 ray tracing on the fucking channel and some Bomberman 64 ray tracing oh, hell yeah. on the channel. Oh, yeah. No, so good. Um, And uh, really make things faster and easier here at Gig Boots. And maybe get the PC version of Cyberpunk. Uh, let's see. I think there's one other note here. Oh, yeah. Uh, video started coming out detailing DLSS 3.0. For people who don't know, DLSS 2 and prior technologies, the idea was, you know, like temporal anti-aliasing and other technologies such as this. Um, some of the pixels on the screen are machine learning extrapolated, derived. Um you would have real native resolution be something like 1080p, and DLSS would make it 4K. DLSS 3.0 is the next step of that, where they're like, well, we're doing that, but also half of the frames are generated by the machine learning AI and a thing called an optical flow processor. For people who don't know, the, the optical flow processor is exactly what soap opera mode is on your TV. So... You get a lot of the same problems, but it's weird because when you have some of the frame, and it literally composites it. It goes, well, this part, the machine learning could figure out. Keep those pixels, and the rest of this, we'll just use the magical guessing machine to average out these frames. Uh, this has resulted in a number of insane problems, like uh, HUD elements uh, corrupting as they slide across a frame slowly. It does not need to move quick. It will just corrupt and melt before your eyes every other frame. Uh, and when you pause the game, it will do crazy shit if it cuts to a different camera angle or whatever. Because the optical flow processor is trying to figure out the in-between frame between a car and a menu. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, horrific. We've had a number of videos come out showing off the issues with this. And <laughs> I think it's interesting. Like, I, I've trained this AI for years to composite art based on these thousands of images. Uh, we trained this AI to try to figure out the middle point between these two completely unrelated images. Yeah. Let's see which one is more horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> you know, th those, like, if, if you're worried about AI art, stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be worried about shit that can't do a hand. I don't know, like the entire comics industry for like 10 or 15 years couldn't draw feet, so. 
I think Somebody that was mostly one guy. It was. <laughs> Why did he get so many jobs? I, I'm just, I'm just so, so tired of seeing like some dipshit crypto guy being like, "This is the future." And then look at how gorgeous this is. And then they have like the most fucked up neck in the world. And it's like, I spent eight hours fine tuning the AI to produce this. And I'm like, like what? In any other circumstance, people would blow off what tech guys say something can do. Uh-huh. And they would be right to do so because they always lie. Hmm. But in this specific case, it feels like everybody took it at face value just so they could panic. Um, well, you have those stories coming out about like people are submitting AI generated art to competitions and, uh, winning them. Um, also I follow enough people who have access to the actually good machine learning AI kernels where the art that can come out of that is really amazing. Especially if you keep drilling down and figuring out specifically how to refine it and stuff to give you exactly what you want. But the thing is the human form will always end up unsettling um, yeah like it rarely I, works I've out seen right the, i've seen the heavy the military grade shit and i'm like you you still have six fingers yeah no i was mm -hmm. gonna say you know we had a big moment in uh machine learning or uh, ai generated art in the last week uh secret third leg photo bombing the shot where you're just like oh wow that's a really what the fuck <laughs> uh i always find it funny when the ar has to make a logo because the words look like they could be words, uh -huh. but they're made of letters that don't exist. The best part is like what Bob just said might also describe the in-between frames on DLSS 3.0. <laughs> It is like a lot, a a lot of it looks like uh, like if it has to do text at all, it just comes out as Splatoon text. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, but yeah, so I expect uh, right now when DLSS 3.0 is used to double your frame rate from 60 to 120, it mostly kind of sort of holds up. But later down the line, these 40 these 4000 series GPUs that are lower power are going to come out and there are going to be people who are like, I'm going to use it to raise my frame rate from 20 to 40. <laughs> And that is just going to start turning out garbage frames. <laughs> it's okay, though. Cyberpunk's ray traced. Everything on screen's melting, but Cyberpunk's ray traced. But uh, yeah, that's it for the 4090 news. Uh, hey, Bob. Hey. I just noticed how your last bullet was written. <sighs> I forgot that's what. <laughs> so, meta. Uh -huh. Facebook acquired uh -huh. three game developers. Great body count three. Yeah. So camouflage. Those are the guys that make Republic and Iron Man VR. Twisted Pixels, the guys who made Explosion Man and a new VR game called Defector. And Armature Studio, those guys did Recore in Resident Evil Four VR. That that's good, except for the parts where they removed things bizarrely that made no sense uh, i think my favorite removal in resident evil 4 vr is they took out luis talking about uh ashley's boobs but they did not take out her reaction so she just seems racist <laughs> <laughs> wow all right so bob do you imagine that they acquired these companies to make meta quest games or simply to order their employees to spend time in the metaverse. 
it can, to bump those numbers. It could be both. <laughs> you guys hear that shit? There was, there was fucking news in the last week where it was like, Meta employees were told they were going to have a meeting in the metaverse, and a bunch of them panicked and actually had to buy a VR headset for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have bought it. I'd say fire me. Mm-hmm. I heard that no. We'll see what happens. That no one working on it wanted to be in there, wanted to use it for that purpose ever. Uh, Also, we, you know, I didn't write notes on this because I don't give a shit. Not one, but it's worth noting Meta announced that a new headset, $1,500 VR headset. And I'm like, this is absolutely farcical. And someone crawled into my replies and be like, it's aimed at professionals. Oh, go fuck yourself. I'm like, what's the feature set that justifies it being the most expensive headset on the market by a wide margin? Like, you can't just say, we're going to charge more because I used the magic phrase aimed at professionals. Like, you need to have a reason. The battery life on these things are still like an hour and a half. It's like, how are you going to be productive? Assuming it's possible to be productive in the metaverse, how the fuck are you going to do that in only an hour and a half? No, that's a feature. That is a hard limit on the length of that fucking meeting. That's true. That's true. Never before in business history. Oh, God. Uh, Has the phrase, this meeting could have been an email, been more true? Yeah, this is Uh, a nightmare. uh, You're missing the most important meta news this week, Dan. Ooh, sorry. Apologies, Coming soon, legs! It's true. I didn't know they didn't have legs. They did not have legs. That's no, why they, they always legs. tried legs to frame hard, the Bob. shots from here up. It, like Xbox avatars had legs. Well, but, well, they insist that legs are very hard to do in VR. Please ignore the fact that um, like there are legs in VR chat. That thing you can yeah. buy on Steam, right? Uh, uh-huh. But don't worry. Mark Zuckerberg said they will use AI super sampling oh. to produce legs. I. I love seeing the, the news article come out and then seeing comparisons of PlayStation Home yes. in, the, yes. in this. That's all I think of anytime they try to justify the metaverse. It's like, oh like, no. I, 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 like, Mark, Mar- Mark, can I call you Mark? Let me, let me tell you something, Mark. <laughs> Nobody is going to use a virtual reality where they have to look like someone from Knack. I mean, the worst they part... They either want to look like an anime girl or an Among Us. Dude. If your thing can't do those, nobody wants it. Looking like a Knack character is so much of an upgrade. I was like, in no world do I want to look like a more depressing version of myself, which is literally what they all look like. They show the employees, and they show their in-metaverse versions, and I'm like, I would kill myself. So, like, no. Somehow they think this is what it will appeal to Facebook moms. Like, that's what I think that they want Which to Which is weird, because they, too, just want to be minions. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, they, they don't get yeah, it. There's that, but, but Bob, <laughs> that, that's, like, lots of tech people have written, like, people who got out, mm. have written stuff that basically boils down to, when a project gains enough momentum, questions like, who is this for, stop being asked. Mm-hmm. yeah oh i mean yeah we constantly hear about and it's funny because that exact twitter thread that guy was involved with three different google projects it was like four stories overall but three of them were google we hear constantly about the the reason stadia happened the reason why all these google things happen is because you get promoted at google based on how many projects you got off the ground right Not that were successful but how many initiatives you got off the ground 
But, yep. but not just that, this guy, this other guy had this whole thread where he's like, here's some projects that people just didn't want to ask the difficult questions of like, how, do, how will this work? Because it can't. Like, well, uh, it was... Go ahead. There's like a, a camera that attaches to your collar and it would take pictures all through your day. It'd be like a catalog of your life. Then they discovered uh, human beings don't like pictures that aren't taken at eye level. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they well, spent years trying to solve this problem with like, okay, we'll use an AI to adjust the perspective. Oh we'll God. create yeah. we'll we'll create like a weird Saiyan Saiyan scouter for it. And it's like we not not possible. And then he talked and then he talked about Google Glass. He's like, nobody found a use case for Google Glass ever. Yeah, no killer app. They were like, nobody, okay, kick it out to devs. They'll find the killer app. And obviously they didn't either. Nope, nobody even and like nobody ever addressed the question of you look stupid wearing this. Mm -hmm. And people like hate notifications on their phone. Why would they want them in their face 24 7? Yeah, I mean, a lot of this shit and meta especially is just this terrible case of some idiot going, well, this is what the future looks like, right? That's what it's so we're going to make it. <laughs> so that we get all of the money for being the first one in the like you you, you even if mm -hmm. even if Zuckerberg paid people to design something that was not hideous and broken and shitty you don't get to decide you're going to be the new internet that everyone's going to use for everything but I have that's a lot not of, your fucking call I have a lot of money though I should be able to just get to do that no I'm an I'm an internet prince you cannot force <laughs> this issue what the fuck. They, it's like trying to well, give yourself a nickname. You say that, and yet they keep doing that. <laughs> they just think it's going to work, and it never does. It really feels like that Mark Zuckerberg looked at the state of the world and went, oh, shit. Pop, like, le legal regulations are catching up to the point I won't be able to sell everyone's data forever. Yeah, no. Which has proven true by... Uh, Apple letting you turn that shit off and, and Meta losing like $15 billion in a year. Mm -hmm. And and this was his answer. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. You yeah. make your money off the scummiest, most short-term thing, which I consider in the grand scheme of businesses, uh, what Facebook did relatively short-term. Mm -hmm. You know, by the time it cracked, like, will it make it two decades? <laughs> God, when did Facebook start? Uh, 2004, 2005. Wow, yeah. Yeah, the the regulate the regulatory stuff is only going to get worse and rougher for them from here. So, I feel like it's crashing hard really fast and it was really obvious when they went into VR, that is exactly why. You know, that's the whole reason you diversify your company. And in their case, they had to know it couldn't last forever. <sighs> yeah, absolutely fucking absurd. Meta totally sucks. Unfortunate for anyone who enjoyed their earlier products. When it was called Oculus and seemed not as invasive, but it totally was because you still needed a Facebook again. <laughs> yes. Remember the good old times when Oculus wasn't owned by Facebook? It was just oh, wow. invented by that Nazi. Yes. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Let me just do a tiny hop on the beach to celebrate. <laughs> I choose, I choose to days. associate it with John Carmack. <laughs> yeah, that's John fair. Carmack doesn't choose to do that. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he quit. Oh, man. But yeah. Oh, yeah. The other part of this news, the uh, Iron Man VR is coming to Quest 2. Wow. Oh. That was worse. 
killing three devs, right? Oh, yeah. That's right great. in the hole. Great. That's great. Uh, just to be clear, uh, despite how Chris feels about Resident Evil 4 VR, uh, ReCore was a really promising game, and they should have gotten to make a normal game at a normal publisher and not Microsoft, who forced them to ship that game before it was fucking done. Yeah, it was the That's tale the of most... Armature. Yeah. Is... That... ReCore is the only time where they've ever been like, here's the game actually finished edition. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's all those Metroid Prime devs that left and made it Armature, yeah. Yeah, and they kept like getting these projects that they obviously didn't get enough time or money for. Like they did Black Batman Blackgate. Arkham Blackgate, yeah. Yeah, Arkham Blackgate. And then ReCore and all these other little things. And it's like, oh, you were building up to something and then clearly they hit a brick wall and went over VR. Yeah. And that's awesome. I mean, not only that, you're not even talking about they were the ones making that first person Me- Mega Man X game. Yeah. That didn't get funded because KG to Fune left. Yep. We <laughs> <laughs> That sucks. Hey, yeah. Bob, move on. Sure. Uh, the Bravely Default producer, to- Tomoya Asano, teases a remaster of the first Bravely Default, Flying Fairy, uh, shows the intro in HD for that game, which that game previously did only on th- a 3DS, so obviously not in HD at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah. Maybe you need to get those off that's, of the, that little that, thing. That's really mm-hmm. cool. They need to escape the 3DS. I'm, I'm wondering if... I won't play that game, which I already was like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I won't play it and feel like, man, I loved these MREs when I was lost at sea. Surely <laughs> I'll still love them now that I'm back on land. You know, oh. you bring that up, and that is a very good point of, man, we really were in a very different spot when Bravely Default like, came that out, came I out feel. in 2013. Mm-hmm. It came out on top. It came out when JRPGs were the most dead they've ever fucking been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Bob, name a JRPG that I launched in the first two years of the PS4. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably some idea factory nonsense. Maybe. Yes, there's always idea factory shit. Child um, of Light? That was on the PS3, though, wasn't it? No, that was PS4. Okay. Trying to remember uh, when it was. Oh I have god. no idea. Oh god, I'm sure there's something. Um, oh god, Star Ocean Five. That probably sa- is right. Uh, no, Star Ocean Five is much later in later, the cycle. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that's not 2014 and 2015. Yeah. God, man, you guys oh, are really uh, bad uh, at this. Uh, oh no, that wasn't the PS4, closest thing I've seen on PS3. And I'm seeing this in chat. Final Fantasy Type Zero HD, <laughs> and even that wasn't in the first two years. I don't think. Maybe. Maybe just barely. One moment. I'm gonna look that up. Sword Art Online Hollow Fragment. Oh, come on. Real. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That dimension one. Neptunia Rebirth Two Sisters Generation. There we go. Type Zero HD was early 2015. So that's the sort of. Yeah, that was years later. Than... I, I still think the Bravely Default art style is really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 100. It has one of the most uh, manipulative and effective openings in yeah. video game history. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it'd be good if that came to something else. Yeah. Everything deserves to escape 7th Gen. Everything deserves to escape the 3DS. I'd also like, too, to come out on PlayStation instead of just switching PC. I don't understand what's like... There's these weird sub... Like, this weird tier of Square Enix things that just never come to anything but Switch and PC. 
and I don't understand why. Yeah, it's very strange. I have to assume it's like Square Enix once again being too hands off and being like, hey, put your fucking shit on this. And that, <laughs> and, and then the stu- those two has been like, but people in Japan don't own it. They only own Switches. Do you know how many more people live not in Japan than in Japan? Uh, based on the anime X, no one. Oh, okay. Sorry, the movie X. I should be because isn't there a series? Yeah, there's a series. Okay, I mean the movie where they're just like all over the world, like that block over there and uh, that assume, one over there. I assume that the anime series for X is not any more comprehensible. <laughs> the dragons of Earth are coming from all over the world. By which I mean Kanto. Kyoto. <laughs> the four points in the city. Wow. Okay. Wow. Anyway. Um, this is something we missed last week. Yes. Need for Speed Unbound got announced. It's, for some reason, I'm like, uh, now I just want the driver to be as buff as Bojack. Right? Uh, it comes out December 2nd, which is worrying. Hmm. Uh, but this game showed off having a cell shaded art style and weird, crazy driving effects for while you're driving around. Apparently, you can customize them. It looks like graffiti flying off your car from boosts and from uh, drifting. Cool. It looks pretty cool. Can I can I get the Acura solid light trail thing? They didn't show it, but hopefully. Because if not, then what's the fucking point? It does <laughs> seem like something they could easily do with the style they're going for. So mm-hmm. you hope. You uh, hope. But yeah, the way this was announced really reminds me of me for Feed Heat, where it's like, we're two months out. We yes. didn't show up at any trade shows. We're uh-huh. going to shoot, drop a trailer, then drop the game. Ooh. So I'm scared. But yep. this, this is the one where Criterion's coming back, though, so I want to believe in it. I, it has know. an art style that's encouraging. One of right? the funniest conversations I've heard about this game is over on Digital Foundry. Alex Vitelli is like, maybe, you know, it's running on Frostbite. Maybe we'll have, like, some ray tracing. And people were like, it's 4K60. He goes, oh... <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's. A, I feel like 60 is important for a racing game. It is. This is the first is time they've done important. it for a Need for Speed in years. That's it, rough. It might. Honestly, I don't even remember if it's been 60 any time in the last two gens. I think we might have gotten one this gen, but I don't know. Because I don't think Heat was. I okay, don't think the rival was. If Heat wasn't, I'm going to say no, we haven't had it since. What, what if we never had it? Yeah, I was like, if, if we had it, it was a PS2 game. What if it wasn't that? Oh, wait, either? wait, wait. It might have had it on the 360 version of, of the PS2, PS2 game. game. Yeah, mm. that could be the case. Because I've seen footage of the PS2 games where it's running at 30. Mm-hmm. So maybe the 360 version runs fine. Maybe. There we go. Yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah, it's hopeful. Yeah, uh, racing games should run at 60, and I'm really glad we're going to start seeing that more and more because Jesus H. Christ. Mm -hmm. That's important. It's like if fighting games were running at 30 this whole time. Could you fucking imagine? Yeah, that playing Heat was just demoralizing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next thing I got, Don't Not threatens to release eight games between 2023 and 2025, so brace yourselves, everyone. Even worse, this is the first bit of news we've had to cover them with with the ruined name. Yes. With the apostrophe Uh, in the space. They've gotten into publishing, so I imagine some of those are published. See, their name used to be the letters D-O-N-T-N-O-D, all combined, Uh no apostrophe, no space. 
Ah. And they ruined it by putting a space and an apostrophe so that way it is no longer the same forward and backward. That sucks. Yeah, that is the entire point of that name. It still <laughs> annoys the piss out of me. But yeah, that's that's a good point. It could be published. Yeah, you know? there was a breakdown of like what who the deals were with each game and everything, and it's like they're still gonna be this is still don't nod. I don't trust any of this. <laughs> the the worst part about this news, uh um I I had opened up the news document to as a joke put in Giant Sparrow still hasn't announced any new projects when I saw that <laughs> and just quietly wept and closed the document. <laughs> Okay, they, they did. They said five of them will be games they make. It's a lot of games two for two years. Be, two will be external. Well, it, it'll probably be shit like it, it, this I is mean, our four-hour cinematic experience. I mean, technically, it's three years because it's 2023, 2024, and 2025. That's true. That's yeah. True. Um, one will be co-produced with Focus. I don't know who Focus <laughs> is. And two games will be published by and developed by external external studios. The external studios being. Tolima, who I've never heard of, and Tiny Bull, who I feel like I should know, but don't. Hmm. The only focus I can think of is Focus Entertainment, Entertainment. which I think is a yeah. TV and movie. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, they, they've published games before. Really? I'm pretty sure. I've, I feel like I've seen Focus Entertainment on yeah. video games. Now, now mm. published video games before, you don't mean like digitally distributed bad first-person shooter in a PS3 era based on a movie? Maybe. <laughs> We hey, might need some good movie ties. It, it could, it could be licensed. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe there's a movie based on the Neil Blomkamp game that is getting turned into another game by Don't Not. Please no. Okay, there's there's a there's a there's a video game company called Focus Entertainment. They make okay. um, they own Deck Thirteen and. Uh, oh okay. All right. And are responsible for like those Sherlock Holmes games. Mm. No shit. I hear like nothing good about those new ones. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I, 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 I liked that one Sherlock Holmes game where it's like, we're not going to give Watson walking animations, so he'll just move when you're not looking at him. That's kind <laughs> of terrifying, actually. That's that good shit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and the last piece of news I got is that insane article that Xbox put out about how, <laughs> no, oh, man, well, they, we suck a lot. Let us buy this. Uh, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, this this is weird. We kind of stopped covering anything messaging-wise that would come out from anybody but a regulatory committee on this. Mm -hmm. But this is the CMA being like, yeah, no, this is not looking great. And then Xbox just sending them a public email where they just go, our penis is so small. Even if we it, buy it, the third largest, buy one of the largest publishers in the industry and become the third largest, who's to say we could even win then? It's like, if you're an Xbox fan, uh huh. how do you, how do you recover from Microsoft saying, if every single Call of Duty player jumped ship to Xbox, we would still be in distant third. Now, <laughs> being one of the crazy people with a Master Chief profile image on Twitter means you already have to have a massive disconnect with reality because you are so well-versed in, I'm going to put studios I love on this banner image, and one of them will just say Age of Empires. 
Yes, but <laughs> normally you you normally your cognitive dis like your your fucking your fucking AT field that uh -huh. keeps out reality doesn't have to keep out things the company you're standing for says. I know. Right? This is really testing them. This will <laughs> be this a true be, test this of would love. Be like, this would be like if Jim Ryan came out and says, I actually do hate every single person from Japan and we will never focus on any of their games ever. Like that, that isn't even as dire as what Microsoft had to say. And it's really embarrassing that after how long, seven years, six of them not saying their sales at all, they flop it out in this response to explain how pathetic they are. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. this is... Like, our oh our user base is 60 million people and Sony's is 155 million. Yeah, this this is the most clown show shit this entire acquisition has become and I did not realize how publicly pathetic it would get <laughs> before like like if it started approaching not working out. It's Phil Spencer literally gets on stage and takes his pants off and pees himself. There's a great bit near the end where they they talk about like, come on, there's there's nothing about this. Like, we don't want to uh, hinder our competitors uh, getting into cloud gaming because it's the only thing we've got. We need Sony and Apple to make game streaming real because it is the buoy to which we cling. Uh, also, we didn't cover uh, Phil Spencer's like, hey, uh, here's a reason to take a picture of my bookshelf, allegedly. And then people went, is that a prototype for the streaming stick sitting on his shelf? And then he's like, ho, ho, ho. And then the official Xbox account is like, oh, Phil, we told you not to take a picture of your shelf. And I'm like, man, you guys, this is really lame. It's, Can we streaming streaming. <laughs> the streaming stick is one of those things that, that tech journals talk about for two weeks and no human being will ever buy or use. Yeah. As someone who bought and used a Stadia. Yes. Yeah, that thing is useless. No one wants it. And, and yet, uh, like, 50% of you out there will have a friend who is like, oh, no, it's, it's completely fine. I don't notice the lag at all. So it doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> it's also 240p. And as I looked at this, as I looked at this stick... Like, oops, I accidentally posted that. And then the Xbox account said that really dumb thing in response. I sat there and I genuinely thought, well, this is the dumbest and most cringe tweet Xbox's account is going to make this week. <sighs> you fool. I was fucking wrong. They, they did that other one where they're like, ha, 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 we have trolls in our replies. Thanks. You know, like. Publish a game. <laughs> <laughs> the person who turned the Wendy's Twitter account into what now shittily defines all PR Twitter accounts yeah. mm -hmm. should be put on trial in, for war crimes. Like they, they should literally be put on trial for crimes against humanity. Is is well, is ruining culture a crime? Now, Can we now hang on? Because uh -huh. it, it it is it is settled. It is settled military wisdom that it's not a war crime the first time. <laughs> When they did it, it was an it was a neat new thing that happened. It is not their fault uh -huh. that every other company decided our benevolent to monarch, their oppressive tyrant. <laughs> just saying, like the Wendy's account just went, "Wow, this is a really great way to burn a motherfucker," <laughs> and uh, everyone else, they're they're the criminals. 
Like I, I had to see Duolingo this week making a joke about that their fucking owl mascot shooting out green cum. Like what? Like I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Windy's, Windy's Twitter person. You have to be put on trial now. <laughs> We'd like our brand to be relatable. I would like your abstract money destroying algorithm to stop trying to relate to humans. That's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the news for this week. Uh, Bob and I will be streaming again tomorrow. We had one thing in mind, then I had concerns about it, and then I said a thing on this podcast about Scorn, an atmospheric horror made by Ebb Software. We may be streaming Scorn. You will find out tomorrow. Hey, Agro, what do you have planned for the next week? Uh, well, I, I don't think I'm going to be diving into some odd forms and somber tapestries, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you never know. Uh, Chris? Uh, I'm going to stream something I haven't decided yet. I tend not Ooh. to decide until like 14 hours before I have to do it. <laughs> Understandable. We have no idea what that's like, right, Dan? <laughs> uh, yeah, we've never done that. Not once. Uh, we're definitely not doing that right now. Oh my god, that's loud. Very much so. <laughs> I'm going deaf. Jesus. This podcast is ending so loud and so fast. Oh my god. Did you know we have a Chainsaw Man podcast? The Podcast Devil, available now on YouTube and an RSS feed in the description of the YouTube channel. Video, YouTube video. Also, a Pokemon podcast is on the rise, and you can get early access to that going on patreon.com slash GB podcast today. <laughs>